What's up, everybody? My name is Mark. And my name is Alex. And this is The, the Shot, Shot Pod. Pod. What is going on, Alex? I'm here and I'm alive. So, <laughs> yeah, how's your mouth? It, it That's bark- a weird question for because we just did like a hot ones thing. Just for anybody who doesn't know, I didn't do anything to his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you left a nasty taste in it, Mark. <laughs> no, we did. We ate eight. We did eight wings. Eight wings, and the last two were hard. The last, I'd say, the first six were they were okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah. But you, could, you could feel it climb. That was kind of cool. Like, you could feel it. Like, okay, oh, it's yeah. starting to get hot. I enjoyed so. it. I enjoyed every minute of it. And I was legit hungry. So it was nice to just eat some good wings, too. Yeah. I like wings. Nice. They're yummy really good wings. Oven made M&M wings. wings. Next time, we'll grab some Helindas and we're going to compare. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll do it next time. Um, so, yes. So, New Year, it's 2022. Uh, yes, it's 2022. <laughs> Happy 2022. You're in lockdown. Yay! Merry Christmas! <laughs> Yay. You're in lockdown, and then it's really hard to get excited for the new year when the only really fun part about f- the new year is finishing the old year, having well, Christmas and doing New Year's, and they locked us down for it. So it just, it just wasn't what it wasn't what it could have been. All the Christmas parties that got canceled. I was supposed to play two Christmas parties with my band, one on my own actually, and one with the band. Both canceled. Yeah. Uh, I was supposed to play New Year's Eve. I was supposed to play New Year's Day on the Saturday night at the Atria. I had a, a whole gig booked with Billy Marks from Peterborough. He's a rap guy. He was going to come up and freestyle. Oh, that guy's so good. The duck, duck, <laughs> duck dude. dude. You know this guy. You know this guy. Yeah, man. He's a fucking bro. He's going to come freestyle with me on my on stage. He's like, can you build a beat to Still Dre? I was like, yeah. He's like, I'll fucking rip over that. Will you rip with me? I was like, yes. Like, I'm a fan of Billy's. So, in fact, he was like, yo, can I come up and rip with you? I was so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for taking that away. And, uh, you know, so excited. Yeah. And then I had a gig in February book too. Another one, like a rap style gig. I was, I had all kinds of shit. It was almost like things were back to normal. So it was really hard. Like Christmas and and new year's, I got through it, but it was, it was, it wasn't like, I wasn't having like, you know, you get that kind of like, it's the most wonderful time of the, I didn't get it this year because I was, they (laughs) locked us down. I was just like, it sucks. So I was saying on new year's, I usually do stuff with uh, the family, the kids and, we did. So there are these party games that you can download. Now, I've been a fan of this this uh, franchise for a long time. Ever, like, back on the day, back on the day, back in Which the, was a Thursday. <laughs> back in the day with, uh, like, older computers, much, much older computers, uh, a little thing came out called You Don't Know Jack, and it was a, it was oh, a game show. Oh, me and the ex-wife used to play You Don't Know Jack yeah. with the little CD-ROM. Yeah. Yeah, they came so, in a cereal pack one time. So you, you can get yes. them in a post honeycomb. So, you gotta, you don't so know now Jack. they have something called the Jackbox Party Pack, which is just a bunch of party games. Nice. And so, like uh, a couple of them do have you don't know Jack, but then they have so many other games added to them. And quite often, you're using your phones or tablets as controllers, just so everybody can get involved. You can even play online with people because all it is, you go to a website, Jackbox.tv, and it'll give you a room code. And as long as everybody has that room code, they can all join. Like, it's crazy. So, oh, that's kind of fun. So you can yeah. be anywhere in the world yeah. and just be like, hey. Uh. I was actually uh, playing uh, a, 
I would join somebody's game on Twitch and they're like, oh yeah, just join this on Twitch. So there's a little bit of a delay, but there is this fucking game called uh, the Mad Robot City, which is uh, freestyling robots. So like it, it'll say, it'll ask you for like an adjective or whatever. And then you, you put in the adjective or, or a noun or whatever. And then it'll say, come up with a rhyming line to it. And it's, it's rap battle, so you're supposed to be battling another person. So you have to come up with some cool shit. And I, I, I wrote somebody saying, like, uh, I wrote a line that was something along the lines of, like, you'll be so, you'll be so afraid of me, uh, you're going to turn around, grab your balls, run away like MJ yelling hee-hee. And they're like, oh, oh man! And then they're like, oh, that MJ Mike line. Mike drop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That MJ line. And, and then people vote on who had the better lines and, like, you win the fucking... It was Dude, I sad. need to do this. It was I so clean fun. house with this shit. <laughs> Metaphors and shit like that. I like it. I like that double entendre. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Out of student loans and treehouse homes, <laughs> we all would take the latter. That's a double entendre. Yeah. I love that kind of shit. But you got to be lickety split. <laughs> so, uh, so the, I mean, I ended up playing uh, the Jackbox Party Pack with, uh, with the family here. And it, was, it was a lot of fun. And then we did do the sparklers and noisemakers. And, and my youngest, he went nuts. Like, it sounded like there was a dying cow because you just had the, like, <laughs> like, it, like <laughs> you're like, what the fuck was that? Oh, it was a noisemaker. All right. All right, and then we had like glow sticks and shit. It was it was pretty cool. Tamara has a lot of great traits, but on one amazing trait that she has when it comes down to every birthday, holiday, celebration, whatever, she usually goes all out. Yeah. So like she bought a box of like 300 glow sticks. So the kids were going nuts. <laughs> oh, there was just glow sticks. <laughs> yeah. That sounds there, like fun. Yeah, glow sticks and then uh I mean, we also do like the the party hats that had New Year's and then yeah. there was the noisemakers and uh, the sparklers, she had like the regular uh, length sparklers as well as the, the longer sparklers. I bought these stars, which are shit because they lasted like 10 seconds. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so new year, new me. That's a fucking trend. Do you want to know how I spent my new year? How did you spend your new year? A very close friend of mine took a bad combination of pills and booze and ended up going to the hospital, so I spent all night with her. All right. Yeah, so it was pretty fun. I had plans to go out and chill. Yeah. I was uh, I was set to go. I was sad and not feeling great, but I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to muster up enough energy to leave this house and go up with some friends of mine. Just like... Yes. Ah, true. Yeah. Don't and, turn your back. Like, yeah. Hey, what, yeah. And, uh, and see some... Uh, yeah, and then it just kind of all fell apart. So that was, I was like, man, this <laughs> so year. She, so she's like in a hospital bed, and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, she, was, she was freaking out in the hospital. Because the worst thing you can do for somebody when they're in a bad, bad place, I think, is just call the police and be like, they're a danger to themselves. Because they just take you to the hospital, they put you in a room, and they don't do anything for you. You just sit there and suffer, and you come off of, like, if you've taken, you know, a bunch of pills, like, you're going to come down from it. Do you want to be in a cold hospital room where you're not allowed to leave to go to the bathroom unless you knock on the door and they come let you out? <laughs> or do you want to, would you rather deal with it at home? So anyways, I was a little annoyed that they didn't call, these people hadn't called me and said, hey, because they know that I'm a, an important part of this person's life, like pretty important. So they, sh and they knew I had a car. They knew I had, you know, so they should have called and said, yo, can you check out? 
Can you go do something? And I would just stay the night. So I was a little annoyed with that. I had to deal with that. And then uh, about a week later, yeah, it was a little bit bad. Things were mildly back to normal, which was kind of nice. So yeah, I kind of, I had a shit New Year's. It was, it was stressful as fuck, but sometimes you got to sacrifice your, your shit to make sure your friends are okay. You know, yep. about two weeks before that, when I was basically homeless because I had signed a lease and I was about to move into a new place and the landlord completely fucked me while my old landlord that I was about to move out of the house destroyed anything that I had left at the place while I was in the middle of doing it. So December was a lot of fun. So, um, I had just two weeks before that been in the same position. I was, I was done. I was like, I'm fucking out. And I called my buddy Josh and I was like, Josh, I'm fucking, I'm out, man. I can't do this no more. You know, like I knew Josh was a safe place. He wasn't going to call police on me. Yeah. He wasn't going to call my mom and say, Alex is fucking going to kill himself. Oh. Like, I knew he was a safe person to talk to about feeling like that. This person made a mistake of entrusting that to the wrong people. The problem is, is if you've never been checked into the hospital for, you know, this wellness check shit. Like if you're, if you think you're doing someone a favor by, if they're in a, in a bad place by going, oh, I'm just going to call the police and, and let them deal with it and making them a part of the system. There are situations where it's a good idea and that person might evolve. I just, I, I have a really, my personal belief on this situation is just people are going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. You know, so I would have preferred to just go over and hang out, make sure she was okay. I was very annoyed that I had to deal with the hospital thing. So that sucked. And I had had a rough December. So I was like, you know what? I, it is New Year's and I would rather go out with my friends and, and hang out and, and do a countdown and everything. But I should probably make sure this is going to be okay. I mean, so... I was already sad and depressed because I had a shit Christmas and I'd had a shit December. Like, I was already in a place where I was like, it's not like I was going to have that much fun anyway. You know, you know one thing that, uh, that actually... The the night so there's all sorts of New Year's specials on yeah. TV to watch to watch like the ball drop or the countdown or whatever, and because of my girlfriend's newfound love for Pete Davidson, she put she wanted to watch the Miley Cyrus Pete Davidson special, so we were watching that. And like I'd probably say the best part about that is Miley Cyrus had a wardrobe malfunction where her top kind of came down you didn't see anything she actually hand, handled it really well you almost wouldn't know that there was because she disappeared grabbed a red blazer came out does and she like, look oh. hot because the last time i saw miley cyrus she looked like a 10 year old boy <laughs> uh she was she was she looked attractive yeah she's got the short she's i mean i like skinny girls don't get me wrong i like twiggy bitches but <laughs> she literally there's no boobs there's no butt there's no hips there's not nothing to that and i'm not trying to shame her or anything it's just it's not, I don't know. I don't see a lot. Is it better? What? Did she fill out a little bit? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. It wasn't horrible to watch? Okay. It wasn't horrible. Okay. The uh, I just but, get the but, feeling that Tamara got the better end of that deal because <laughs> looking at Pete Davidson is probably a lot more fun for her. than. Yeah. And like I'm watching this, I'm like, oh my God. I mean, of all people that aren't funny, they're... There's this guy that's on TV. I'm like, what the? F and but what actually? You don't think Pete's funny? No, I don't. I, oh, no, not like not in the slightest. Dude, his skits <laughs> on SNL are some of the best ones. Him no, and the him I and disagree. him and the him and the guy who was in Disjointed, he played the the. He, there was a couple in the show Disjointed, and one of them is a, he. Oh fuck, Red. His last name's. I think it's. Ah, fuck, fuck, I can't remember his name. He's not Michael Che, it's the other guy. The guy my, Michael Che does a lot with this guy, the two of them together. Fuck, he's going to piss me off. Re, in his, the word red is in his last name, I think, or something. I, I might know. need to look at something. Either way, he um, was, 
he does skits with Pete a lot. They're tight, yeah. and they're the best skits. They 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 run the show. The, they're the best skits. There were, there was one skit that I was watching where it wasn't Pete that was funny, but Pete Davidson was actually dressed up as Count Chocula, <laughs> and it was all about uh, like more or less. Uh, it was about black people's rights and being on TV and, and them not allowed to uh, to be truly represented. So I was like, oh, Uncle Ben, yeah, you're, you're fired now. You're fired. <laughs> oh, this person's fired. That person's fired. Count Chocula and Ch- Count Chocula, played by Pete Davidson. He's like, I'm not, not even a black person. I'm just chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and they're still like, yeah. uh, okay, yeah. that's good. It was, it, that was a funny skit. But other than that, like I, I can't stand his stand up. He's not, he's not funny. To me. I don't find, I'll be honest. I, he's got like one stand up special. I've only seen one and it wasn't that great, but his skits and the movie that he did when he's in movies, he, he played the manager of Motley Crue in the dirt and he was yeah. good in that. And he's been funny and what he, and he did that New York long, the King of Long Island movie. Um, so I like his acting. I like, you know, I think of him more as. I'm Have you ever seen him on uh, the roasts? Because he like even on the roasts, he's I not that good. It was funny. Uh, he like he's putting himself down like on the roast. He's talking about like his father, yeah, uh, who who was in the Twin Towers yeah. when they were. He was a firefighter. Yeah. yeah. He makes fun of that all the time. He's like, my dad was probably up there the day before doing a bunch of coke on the roof with the guys going, if this was the last day you were ever going to live, what would you do? Did he live? He didn't know it was going to be his last day. He's got a whole skit like that. I'm like, bro, savage. I love when he rips on his, the dad situation. Yeah. And the fact that his dad was like a super drug head before he fucking, yeah, he made a bunch of money. He was a firefighter. We spent all kinds of money on drugs. He was always partying my dad. Like, I love that he, I don't know. I kind of, I like Pete, but I'm going to be honest. I am fucking annoyed with, this, like, everyone's like, oh, he banged Ariana Grande, and I was with one of those Kardashian girls. Like, he's the king. Oh, I'm not worried I'm about like, that. Listen, buddy, if he was the king, he'd be banging quality pussy, <laughs> not quantity <laughs> pussy, okay? I'm sorry. If he was fucking Taylor Swift, I'd be like, okay, get him a crown, okay? <laughs> if he was fucking, you know what he should do? Oh, I'm trying to think. There's so many quality single celebrities out there. Yeah. Like, Ariana Grande, like, I mean, that was kind of good for you, bud, but. Like, it was funny to see them together. It looked like she picked up her homeless little brother from preschool. The, the, uh, what I do love, and what I was about to say earlier after uh, watching that, that New Year's thing, is there were tons of memes that flooded the internet with him being not funny. And, like, he came out saying, like, oh, well, like, he could actually play Beetlejuice or the son of Beetlejuice, like, uh, just with... His look, because I guess in this one picture, he's got, like, bleach blonde hair, and yeah, he's got, yeah. like, fucking circles yeah. around his eyes. Well, he's a, dr- he's a drug addict. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, man, this post is funnier than anything he's ever said. And that, <laughs> that fucking... <laughs> that didn't go over well, or it did? No, it did. Like, everybody fuck. Oh, yeah, truth. Yeah, truth. This man's Preach speaking it. the truth. Yeah. Uh, I don't have huge issues with people. SNL has fallen off so bad. SNL was so good back in its day, and I think that it's just... I've never, I've never really liked their political shit. Like, oh like, no, like Dana, oh, Dana no, Carvey no. is really good at doing that. That uh, the original, uh, the, the senior George Bush. Okay, yeah. that that was kind of what made him, yeah. uh, known in the late in the yeah. early nineties. Phil Hartman, he uh, may he rest in peace. He actually d- played uh, Bill Clinton a few times, whatever. But ultimately, the funnier skits for me were like Tim Meadows, Adam Sandler, Kevin Nealon, Chris Farley. Keep, like they, they were, they were the crew. 
well, fucking even, you know, walking and feral and all that shit from back in the day. And, <laughs> you know, I'm just feral. Yeah, he's feral good too. Was a fucking king. Fucking the, the more more cowbell with walking, playing Bruce Class. Dickinson as the record producer. Oh, that was so fucking funny too, Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> Christopher Walken playing Bruce Dickinson. What? <laughs> that was a great skit. Um, the one when I'm talking about four blue oyster calls. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> find the fucking name of this guy. It's gonna drive me nuts. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish I can I do this? Hey Google. <laughs> give me a list of current SNL cast members. <laughs> <laughs> it's thinking I'm on I've used all my internet. <laughs> I'm gonna find this motherfucker. I swear to God. So you ever get on board with the the new year new me trend? Nope. No, I actually try. I usually at the end of a year, I'll I'll I'll, I'll actually as opposed to saying I want to do this and be better. I'm I'm more of a negative person. I'll be like, what am I cutting out for next year? Who do I not talk to? Where do I not eat? And what do I not do? Like, I'm more of that. I don't go, I'm going to do this different. Or I'm going to do this. I just, I'm like, no, what can I cut? It's like a spring clean for me. Yeah. Just like, oh, new year. Do I need, maybe I should just quit talking to John. John's a bit of an asshole. He pissed me <laughs> off in November. Fuck John. He's on. Hey, bye, John. Yeah. What else on here? Oh, Chloe. Yeah, she pissed me off too. Annoyed me there a couple weeks ago. Yep, no more of you. And oh, what about Chris? Oh, no, no, Chris. Yeah, Chris can stay. Chris can stay. He was all right. He had my back there in Christmas. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I like to do that. I'm more of a negative thing. So, I, I mean, like. What's going on with, with the Christmas tree? I used to I used to try that, like the whole New Year, New Me thing. And uh, I ended up getting a gym membership one time in January. And I used it uh, up until, like, March, April. And then. His name's Chris Red. The guy I'm talking <laughs> about is Chris Red. Okay. That's Davidson's buddy. He's good. Okay. And uh, life just ended up uh, getting in the way. And then I'm like, okay, well, now I'm not going to the gym because life picked up and now I don't have time. So, I mean, I'm not on board with the new year, new me shit. I don't give a fuck about the new me. But, I mean, ultimately, regardless of the new me, I got to lose some weight for my own health. Yeah. So it's, it's, health it's, is a big one. Yeah. yeah. So it's not. it has nothing to do with the new me. It's just... Yeah, just fucking. I'm stop one of the slacking. weird people that's <laughs> l- actually lost a lot of weight during quarantines, all, or not quarantines, but lockdowns, whatever the fuck you want to call this. Whenever they decide to issue communism for three months, and then they go, "Okay, we'll stop doing that. You can be free for a few months. We'll bring back the communism in a little while." When that when that trend starts, it's it's. I'm like one of the only people I know. I lose weight because I'm stressed and I'm unhappy in general. Just unhappy in general. I don't. I'm tired of going. Oops, forgot my mask in the car. I'm tired of. Oh, I guess now it's going to be six weeks for me to get this part. I'm tired of, oh, my friends who work in the restaurant business and all my bat friends that are into music and part of my scene and part of my life. None of us can see each other anymore unless we're jamming in a basement illegally because you can't have more than three people over your fucking house or five people over your house anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, how many rules do we have to break? And then you got neighbors calling on you. You know what I mean? Now you got to worry about all these other things because, well, you're supposed... The idea of a bar is it's a place where you can go and make noise. That's why they were invented. Yeah. So that you don't have to do it at home and bug your neighbors. You know, that's the fucking point! Sorry. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> but you can't do it. So that... Uh, it's uh, It's been... Yeah, it's hard to have a new year, new me thing when it's when it's basically it's just if, if our government's going to shovel more of the same shit down my throat, I'm going to continue shoveling more of my shit out into the world, which is me just not caring. I wear I, I've, I stopped wearing the mask everywhere. They'll let me not wear it now because I just like all you vaccinated people are sick. <laughs> so I don't know what the point was. You know, like I'm not, this isn't an opinion piece. This is not. This is, these are facts. Y'all, 70 percent of the country is vaccinated with two pokes right now. 
And we have an epidemic. There's more COVID numbers in Ontario now than there was in March 2020 when this fucking started and we had nothing to protect us against it. No masks, no hand sanitizer, nothing. Blindsided by how quickly the numbers grew. Everyone was all scared and grabbing toilet paper. And now it's a year later, the numbers are higher. And where the fuck are you now? Are you hoarding? Are you scared? No. We still have toilet paper. Yeah, there's lots of toilet paper. <laughs> and you went and got vaccinated. We are going to run into... For what? For, no, no. We're, we're going to run into some shortages here. It's already happening. I mean, I, well, there... Do you hear about that? They so, want to tell us so the truck drivers can't... Unless you're not vaccinated, you can't yeah, drive January, your truck? January 15th. Yeah. <laughs> that, huh? that comes yeah. You want to see how quickly the grocery stores get barren? Yeah. It's all part of the plan, man. It's yeah. a, you know what I mean? Walmart's still open and you can still go buy whatever you want, but all my independent bars, businesses, and restaurants are filing for chapter 11. Yeah. Anybody who is like, I'm okay. I'm doing all right. This time, you know, November, 2020, I was worried, but November, 2021 business is good. And then the lockdown hit and, they, and every one of them was like, bro, I was just starting to pay back my loans. I was just starting to make rent on time. I was just starting to offer my employees full-time hours or my part-time employees 25 hours instead of 20. Just. The keyword is just. And then boom. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I wasn't just referring to uh, COVID as well. So something had happened yesterday or the day before. I think it was yesterday. A volcano went off. And so the entire Where? West Coast, uh, I don't fucking know. Okay, but somewhere, and I guess that'd be the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, the entire West Coast. In the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> the Pacific Ocean, yeah. Ricky. <laughs> I think it's called the Pacific Ocean, Ricky. <laughs> Fuck off, Bubbles. So, uh, yeah, so it, it sent out a tsunami. Uh, which volcano? Tsunami advisory rescinded for BC. So it, oh, it BC's getting so hit. that so that wasn't so bad. But it was uh, the Tonga volcano eruption. Fuck. So so uh, yeah, the the west coast was was coming into it, and there were some towns flooding. Um, what's the place in fucking Cali that was uh, completely flooded from it? I don't, I don't know. San Francisco might have been. Or no, oh, that's not far San, enough. It north. was Santa Cruz. Oh, Santa Cruz. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Shit. Um. California is built on a fault line, so they have earthquakes. And with the oceans rising, I'm pretty sure if you live in California, you should probably look at selling and moving. I'm just and, that, I mean, and they've been, what, they, they've what been about, saying this forever. And what about the forest fires? There's literally so much fire over there. Like, and, and every time there's a forest fire, it's like three weeks of everybody being like, "Well, I could die tomorrow. It's only a mile away, <laughs> four miles away." Three miles away. Oh, shit. Like, it's crazy. I couldn't imagine just... And, I mean, everyone's rich. Like, everyone out there's got money out their fucking ass. I don't know why you would choose to live in, like, literally the most dangerous geographical <laughs> place on the planet. The earthquakes, the ocean, the, the fucking snakes, the big spiders, the desert. What was that movie with The Rock uh, that had to do with the earthquake down there? Oh, the stupid, stupid, stupid Rock movie? Like, a really dumb sci-fi movie or something? Or no, 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 no. It, uh, it was like that action movie with The Rock that had to do with the earthquake. Skyscraper? No, not that one. It, it was another one. He was a helicopter pilot. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And he had, I remember the hell. I do remember. I remember. I, that's, when I, that's when I started to lose hope. San Andreas. San Andreas. Because of the San be, Andreas fault. Yeah. Which is the fault that, that California sits on because it's on the edge of a tectonic plate. Yes. If you don't know what a tectonic plate is, go the fuck back to school. <laughs> I don't know who doesn't know what a tectonic plate is. If you're asking yourself that right now, if you're like, did they say, what's a tectonic oh, I remember hearing about it. If, if you're like, seriously, <laughs> you're one of, you're part of the problem. Like, seriously, please. I had somebody the other day, like young, oh, I hang out with these people in their 20s and they say some <laughs> of the stupidest <laughs> shit sometimes. It was a friend of a friend and they said, um, I can't remember what it was, but they asked the question, like, well, what are we going to do about this? And I was like, 
well, you could probably get like a book at the library on that. And they're like, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> like it didn't even with, fucking occur. With the Tonga volcano eruption, I was like, fuck, we're going to be taxed out the ass for that. <laughs> it's so true because Canada will be like, ah, look what you did, Canada. You yeah. set off that volcano. So there's a 10% volcano tax because some of the ashes from that volcano drifted in the air over here and we need to make sure we clean it up. Yeah. So we're going to tax Way you. Way to go, BC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Trudeau will be like, oh, we're first in line to help our friends out on the west coast who are suffering there's a five percent volcano tax and three percent of it will send to bc the rest of it i'm going to spend on whatever the fuck i want you know what else is fucking crazy russia is uh lining up a hundred thousand troops at the border of ukraine Ooh, i haven't heard about this they're they're set for war and uh what's the ukraine doing to uh warrant such just trying to remain independent, not be part of Russia. Oh, so, right, oh, oh, so Russia's being Russia, is what you're saying. <laughs> We're, we are Mother our own land! people. We are our own people. Fuck that. You're, you're ours. You're our- no. <laughs> yes. And, and the U.S., they're, they're like, well, you know, we'll try to handle this diplomatically. And even Canada has a, a, a diplomat person who's got to go in there and try to ease tension. It's like, okay, the guy's lining 100,000 troops up already. So regardless, they're still paying for those 100,000 troops. What do you think their intentions are? I think Canada needs to adopt a kill them all and let God sort them out attitude at this point. Like, honestly, no, I'm just saying we are printing money so fucking fast. We don't have money to send people over there to fix other people's problems. We are starving our fucking selves over here. We are printing money to pay for this COVID shit. We are locking our people down. We are ruining our country. Our country's pretty dope when it's not COVID fucked. 2019 Canada, I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it was livable. Yeah. We are, we have a homeless crisis. We have an economic epidemic of a lack of, we have, it's, it's bad. It's really fucking bad. We're going to look like a lot of these bad, like a lot of other bad countries soon. I'm not a fan of supporting, helping, or giving a single fuck about any other countries, especially first world countries that can feed their people and are choosing not to. Yeah, that's you, Russia. Like, I, I just, I wouldn't, and honestly, I don't, I don't care about the Ukraine either. Sorry, I don't give a fuck. We are not in a position to help less fortunate than us because we are the less fortunate now. We are hungry. There are people that have worked their whole lives paying taxes and taking care of this country that are on the streets now because they've lost their job or COVID has just sent them in a direction where their mental health let's has forget, gone in a bad place. Let's not forget, there's still people in Canada that don't have clean water. Yeah, even let's though, talk about even the fuck. There was a promise, and now we're finding like all these native kids dead. It's like we can't. We got maybe we should be nicer to the people who live here before we worry about being nice to anybody else. There's yeah. an idea. I'm yeah. So I, that's crazy to hear though. Like I, I and I haven't heard anything about it because like it's just the problem with COVID is that I will not go. I won't read the news or listen to news or watch CP24. When I'm listening to the radio, it's, you know, today in news, you don't have a choice. They're going to run you through their their headlines. But every one of them is a lie. Every one of them is bullshit. And every so one of them is trying to make you think about something different. So, th- so it's nice to hear a piece of, like, I would be interested in why the Ukraine and China are, are beefing. I'm interested in that. I like foreign policy. I like this stuff. It's part of just, you know, I find it interesting. I find politics interesting. But it's hard. You can't, it's, you know, you, to get that one piece of useful news, you got to listen to 50 pieces of COVID propaganda bullshit and three, get your vax ads. But that's, that's actually before you're why, allowed to get real that's news. That's actually why podcasts have grown so fucking crazy. Love it. And, and 94.9, Craig Venn and Lucky were talking. They had a guy, a podcast guy on, and then they did his, they went on his podcast for him. That's a fucking huge step. If radio guys are yeah. stepping into the podcast world. And like you mentioned. Very good sign. You mentioned hearing uh, a podcast advertisement on the edge and 
I've heard so many on the radio recently. It's like, wow, they're, like they're, they're everywhere. And it's just like, hi, I'm Amy. I like to talk about bottles. And you, I like to mean, talk about lamps. I'm me. <laughs> my podcast is called um, Bottles and Yeah. My podcast is called Bottles and Lamps with Amy. It's on every Saturday. And I'm just like, okay. Hi, I'm Chris. I like to masturbate. I have a podcast about masturbating. See, that could be on the radio. You could you should call you should check it out. It's called Masturbate oh, well, with Me, Chris. Every Friday. <laughs> Well, I mean, that, I mean that that's gonna be <laughs> fucked up for us too, because you're gonna be like, "Hi, no. I'm Alex. <laughs> At 500 downloads, I'm gonna give everybody handies." <laughs> yeah, and, and everybody's gonna fucking tune in. Right, that is a selling point. You're like, <laughs> I'm not. I need to I'm make a, a an advertisement, <laughs> like a shop pod ad, where I say that at the end, and it needs to go on YouTube. See how quick. I'm telling you, people like motivation like <laughs> this guy will do crazy shit and i swear to god <laughs> shit. let's do it guys let's do it let's get to five let's, i have no pride let's see let's make this happen <laughs> everybody all 500 of you well those the, the takers i'm sure not everybody will, will take but those that want it i'm here let's go <laughs> oh my god um yeah <laughs> By number 263, man, I'm going to need at least a towel, at least. It's going to be some painted ceiling. It's going to be fucking... Oh, I, I could just store it all and take it to the bank after. Maybe the sperm bank would give me like a shitload. I'd be like, how do you have 55 gallons of this? I'd be like, that was just the weekend. 55 gallons, and, and this will make a mega human. What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, it's all of them all together. Yeah, It'll make yeah. a mega human. Combine what? it. <laughs> it's like uh, the lottery. You just, <laughs> this, 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 this bucket. Yeah. Someone's like, I don't know what I want in a kid. Well, this is the bucket for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's got DNA from everybody. <laughs> DNA from everybody. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> This is how you make a superhuman. <laughs> you combine all the DNA. Or if you're in the DC universe, a metahuman. <laughs> yeah, it'll be the fucking, the Voltron of all people. Well, you know, this arm is a fucking throwing <laughs> arm for football. This fucking foot can do ballet. This go, go, gadget, <laughs> ballet foot. <laughs> exactly. Let me just remember this magic trick. Dun, 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 dun. Go, go, gadget, dick. <laughs> All right, so uh, back to the topic of New Year, New Me. Uh, well, not even necessarily New Year, New Me. New Year, New Everything. Uh, so One thing I'll admit is with all the quarantine and the COVID bullshit, the entertainment industry is working tenfold to try and give us like entertainment because we're stuck at home being told not to do anything. So it is peak time for entertainment. There is, I, am, I don't know about you, but I have four or five iconic... Movies and shows. I am horny over a bunch of shit for this year. I'm telling you, I am full, fully erect are thinking you, are you about Sonic, Star Wars, Batman, all of it. Are you a Witcher fan? I haven't seen it yet. Oh man, so so I like Henry Cavill though, so I'd be willing to give it a so, choice. I just it looked too much like Game of Thrones, and I fucking hate Game <laughs> of Thrones, so that's why I didn't check it. Out. Uh, if you watch The Witcher, it's it's nothing like Game of Thrones. Okay, that's like, good to know. Like I'll Game, probably like Ga it then. Like Game of Thrones. I just know Henry Cavill's a good actor. I could picture him killing this role of... Game of Thrones has a lot of slower pacing that, that builds up to a, a character you like dying. 
so that's Game of Thrones. But in The Witcher, it's like, okay, it's building up, it's building up. Oh, there's a creature. Holy shit, that creature just got killed by a bigger creature, and now he's got to fight that creature? What Ooh. the fuck? Like, it's it's that. Okay, <laughs> they keep you cliffhanger episodes. Yeah. The first season was hard to watch because there was a lot of like, oh, shit, this is back in time. They didn't say that this oh, was back in time. Okay, okay, okay. So if they had said like, oh, back in this age, that would make sense, but they didn't. So you're left guessing, like, okay, is this present day? Oh, no, 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 because there's that chick. She's younger there. Okay, never Yeah, stupid. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Just finished uh, season two, and I liked season two for what it was. So a couple people that uh, I follow on the, the Twitterverse in regards to politics, they'll say, like, oh, no, this is kind of woke and blah, blah. And, like, I didn't really see the wokeness in it like i i actually enjoyed it like i'm, I'm so I'm tired looking, of that yeah I'm, just watch tv and enjoy it yeah who cares if it's woke yeah i'm just i'm just looking for the story i see this fucking crazy creature i see a fight between a man and a fucking insane creature how did the fuck did this guy kill that creature that's 15 times the size and they've written it clearly the script is captivating you enough to buy it that they've <laughs> yeah. done it okay yeah i i i, I will admit i fucking hate the politics of the world have crept in and become propaganda in our in our in our favorite shows. Well, I mean, and really, I, I am a huge Brooklyn Nine Nine fan, but the last season it can suck my dick yeah. because it was such a propaganda video for trying to defend the New York police over that George Floyd shit and catering so, to the liberal agenda I, for so that for that's masks. that's the thing when it comes down to like the institution everything that just make your show just make your show and act like it's not happening because yeah. that's what the rest of us want to do is yeah. pretend it's not happening i don't want to turn on my tv and see someone in a fucking mask on my favorite show i don't want it i'm sorry i don't it, it reminds me of how fucking sad things have gotten if let's just say everything's true and it's and, and you know take all my conspiracy theories out of it and people are out there dying of a disease that we don't have control of why do I want to watch TV and be reminded of that? Yeah. yeah. Well, There's where I'm at with it. So what do you think? Well, the thing is, I mean, there there's a reason why certain people end up doing new things. So Daily Wire, which is uh, typically conservative, Ben Shapiro, a lot of people yep. don't like him. Some people he, was, like he had him. Gina Carano's back huge when she got kicked out of Star yep. Wars. So he decided that uh, he Daily Wire was going to start producing movies and stuff. Yep, he's got Gina signed up for one. Yeah. yeah. Well, their first movie that came out, I fucking loved. It was about it was about like uh school shooters. And I need to see this cuz I was looking forward I ha- thought Gina's movie was going to be the first one he had. So he's got no. something out already. I'm yeah. intru- I want to see this. And uh Tom Jane was in it. Remember the the original Punisher? Oh, yes, yes, yeah, the yeah. guy from the the well, movie, okay, the movie. I say, I say the original Punisher, the original one was Dolph Lundgren. But you, you after mean, that, Tom Jane. Hang on one sec. Uh, John Travolta played the bad guy, right? Yes. In that Punisher movie? Howard Saint, yes. Yes. Yeah. So Tom mm. Jane is actually in this movie, and it's his daughter who's in school during this this like school shooting event that happens. And, uh, and this girl kind of like is annoyed by her father, who's sometimes overbearing, overprotective, who's a hunter, who's always like, you should do this, you should do this, because he's a military man, and he's taught her to to be a certain way, that right. when the school shooting comes down, at first she's like, okay, I'm kind of, a, kind of a victim involved in this, and then she eventually kind of like, no fucks given, I'm going to fucking end this. <laughs> so, like, it's it's really good, but the the thing that, the reason why I brought that up is because when it comes down to the Daily Wire thing, Yes, Daily Wire is kind of 
is conservative kind of right wing, but they've said that they're not going to make strictly right wing propaganda fucking movies. They're just making yeah, because actually that if you think about it, a movie about a school shooting is kind of advocating for gun control, which is not yeah. a right wing mentality at all. I like gun control. I think the states is just. I mean, we have gun control. You can't get a gun unless you really, 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 really try up here. Yeah, in the states you can go to Walmart. I think it's retarded. Cap your class up if you want because somebody. I think it's retarded because gun control or not, we have gun control but mass shootings still happen because criminals still get guns it don't matter how many in canada there was it, the answer is zero there's no mass shootings up here what are you talking about there was that one that was fucking in nova scotia newfoundland two years ah two, two years, years ago. ago yeah the rcmp you're came right out, you're like, right hey, you're right you're right guns? you're right yeah yeah how many do we get a year I don't know. That okay, and I know that the population is a is is a is a factor. It's a per capita situation. So yeah. look at it as a per capita. Look up shootings per capita in the states and compare it to the thirty million. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. we are yeah. but no, not, no but, but, but that's because you can't go to Walmart and get one. There's still that's why there's still thousands and thousands of Canadians that have guns. I agree. But and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't I'm, I'm not against guns. I'm for gun control. I think the no, right no, to bear no. arms. I'm with so, the right to bear arms. It needs to be a lot harder to bear them. No, no, no. That's so, all. so it has not. Well, okay. In in order to get them, sure. Yeah. The 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 methods to get them, yes. But they're coming out and like, oh, we're going to ban this gun, this gun, this gun, this gun, this gun. It's like, well, why? Because criminals, if they want that gun, they're still going to get it's it. It's a that's stupid. I'm not for that's not gun control. That's liberal left wing <laughs> propaganda. No, you need to separate them. I'm yeah. not, I'm, I, and, and everyone does. We all make the mistake of going. I believe in government, but I don't like it when they do this. Then you don't believe in government. You need to accept your libertarian mentality for yeah. what it is. And quit, yeah. and quit saying, I'm going to change. Let's vote for this guy. Let's vote for this guy. Let's vote this guy out. Let's vote for that bill. So if you disagree with everything you see going on and it's been two years, you're a libertarian. I'm sorry. You're, during, you're a closet libertarian if you want to change that During that, that mass shooting down, in, uh, down on the East Coast there, uh, the uh, what I was waiting for news wise was where did they get the guns? Yes, always like and the Las came, Vegas shooter. The Las Vegas shooter was huge for me. That's their problem. Yeah, because the how he got his guns in Nova Scotia and how that guy got his that is case in point right there. The, the guy, the guy down in the Maritimes, he got him from the U.S. Yes, Cri he fucking illegally. Did. Yes, because he could go to Maine obtained. like that and get one across the border. I think they said they they traced it back to somewhere in Maine, and the guy. At the, the that killed all those people in Las Vegas, bought every one of those guns legally. Where did he get the RCMP logos for his car? And where did the footage? He bought a car. He bought a car at an auction, and then he got the RCMP logos. He made it everything look official. And he was the RCMP and went out. Oh, I'm the RCMP. Oh, okay, cool. I trust you. Bam. Duh. Like what? Crazy shit, bro. And I'm not gonna say it's not gonna happen. I'm just saying, like for us, it was a huge deal. And two years ago, we're still talking about it. In the states, if it's been a week, it's already old news. Literally, like yeah. every week there's another one. Remember the Florida one? The gay club got shot out. There was like 200 people just slaughtered. That, that's but, a that's big but, news okay, for them. So, so I'm going to go into... For us, for us, I'm going to go into... We would never get I'm going to go into conspiracy mode here. Oh, you don't believe that happened? You think that no, was... No, 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 I know, I know it happened. Okay. But there was a certain party that was leading when that happened. Uh, when, when the most hated... And this is why I don't trust the news, because I know about it, but I only know about it because they wanted me to. But when the most hated person got in office there was maybe a single fucking mass shooting maybe maybe two or three when you had somebody else fucking running the show who was trying to gain gun control there was 
Mass shooting, mass shooting, mass yeah. shooting, mass shooting, mass shooting, mass shooting, mass shooting, crying in front of the cameras. Oh, yeah, this yeah. shouldn't be happening. Like fuck. you're not, you're not wrong. I 100 percent agree. It's all, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying is that you got to take the politics that's out the of the fucking guns. orchestra and the puppet master. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dance, fuckers, <laughs> and listen to the symphony. Yeah. <laughs> I love this so good. Yeah. I can't, uh, yeah. So, okay, we're going to go, we're going to change the topic to a much happier topic, and we're gonna, actually going to talk about... Uh, so, inter- like we were saying, the point of it was entertainment is doubt right now yeah. because everyone's got to be on their A-game because they're going to give us good entertainment. If Disney Plus wants my 14 bucks a month, my fucker, you better put out good content. Yeah. And what if... And fucking Netflix, and- they just came out to say, oh, yeah, yeah, now that we know that a lot of people are staying home, we're going to raise those prices. Oh, Netflix just announced another price raise. I'm going to be honest. I'll pay it. <laughs> if anyone can get, you know, you know what? I'm definitely going to pay it I because Canada still has the office on Netflix. All I say to people is, how about this? Why don't you drop one of your Amazon purchases and that's the, that's your extra Netflix money because Netflix probably deserves your money. They breed um, indie movies. They give money to people that are coming up and coming. They also buy super rich celebrities to do movies for them, like Seth Rogen and Ben Affleck and get them to do movies. Like they give you everything you want. They give you hit movies from celebrities that are fully made by them. So they keep every dollar and they give you, they support local small stuff and they encourage creativity and weird shows like dark and squid game and other shit. There's all kinds of, there's something for everybody. And there's some really yeah. weird shit, dude. They even had this fucking, they have sailor moon. They have Pokemon on there. I can watch some kids shows from when I was younger. It's, it's yeah. the best. Like if any, I would rather give them, them my five extra dollars than Bezos. If Bezos doesn't fucking deserve it, I can tell you right now. <laughs> yeah. So they, maybe don't Amazon, buy that Amazon thing you were going to get this month. The Amazon Prime Video, shit. Uh, Worst they, service there is. They don't have a lot of good content. You have to pay for any of the good stuff. You no, get no, a ba- no, no, you get a base of basic stuff for the ten bucks a month or twelve bucks a month. But if you want any of the new actual movies that are worth watching, it's money. They, they are starting to come around with creating their original content. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they, they, they're doing a Jack Reacher with Alan Ritson. He's the guy who played his dad from uh, Blue Mountain State, which you haven't watched. So I'm very excited for that. And then they did... Um, Thank God they got rid of Tom Cruise with that franchise. <laughs> they did... Uh, what, what the fuck's the one with uh, John Krasinski? What is that one called? Oh, yeah. Based on the Ludlum novels, right? Jack Ryan. Jack yes. Ryan. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember they fucked that up too the first that, time they did it. So, they got yeah. the fucking Star Trek guy to do it and he Chris sucked. Pine, yeah. Chris Pine. I'm sorry. I like Chris Pine and he's a good actor, but he sucked in that movie. I, yeah. could, I couldn't even and get through Jack it. And the Jack Ryan show was phenomenal. Yes. I saw a couple episodes when I was oh, at a friend's house. So the, so the entire first season, the idea of their mass weapon was they kidnapped uh, somebody of very important somebody very important in the white house i don't i don't think it it wasn't the president but it was somebody close to the president they secretary of state or something they infected him with the ebola virus and all his closer so he was he was just a weapon and then send him back it's like oh shit okay that's that's their fuck yeah the people were the fucking (laughs) the weapon it was fucking sick. So they did that they're doing jack reacher and they are doing the lord of the rings show amazon as well as not uh, selling me yet. I mean, I like Lord of the Rings. I just not. I'm not. You can't. I haven't been sold yet. What else? As well as uh, they're making the video game Fallout into a show, so that'll be cool too. Okay. Yep. 
those things will all sell, and I care about zero of them. <laughs> I just hate Amazon. I'm lucky. I just feel lucky because I, if, if they was, if you mentioned something, if you'd said the new Sonic show was going to be on Amazon, you can bet I'd be oh, getting the, it. The amount of Sonic shows that are on Amazon, they have like fucking five or six old cartoons on. Yeah, them. but Netflix has stuff too, and Netflix has a new show. Netflix owns the new show. Yeah, it's 100 percent called Sonic Prime. It's going to be coinciding with Sonic Frontiers. It sounds like. Like uh, like an Amazon thing. <laughs> you just oh, said Sonic, Sonic Prime. Prime. That's what it's called. That's the name yeah. of the show. Actually, you know what I was thinking when I first heard it? And the name of it had purple, like really italic yeah. like letters, like very modern looking. Almost you see like, the trailer for Sonic Frontiers? Like the big open world yeah, game they're coming out with? Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, apparently, it's supposed, they're, they're, yeah, it's supposed to be like an Assassin's Creed kind of idea where it's like instead of just doing tasks, you can go in an open world and choose what you want to do. Yeah, I, I don't see I, how that would work I, with I, the fastest thing alive. But I put that more to Mario 64. Yeah, talking. maybe more of a 64 situation. Yeah. But how would I just, I don't see, like, the dynamic of Sonic, there's a reason those games are successful. The successful games follow a formula. And I can't see... No, if it's if it's an open world game... I'll play it and I'll yeah. love it. But if it's, if it's an open world game, I mean, in, you think in much line of the shows where you actually have like downtime where you can go associate with your colleagues and then fucking go off to a mission, I think that'd be bomb. That's okay, you know, like, I can see it. Um, did you... Oh, this might... Did you ever play a game called Sonic Jam? It was for the Sega Saturn and it was a, it was a compilation. No. Uh, okay, so in this game, it was the it was that it was what Frontiers is going to be, but in 1996. Yeah, it was this world that was a made up, and it was based on the engine they were going to use for Sonic Extreme, the canceled game for the Saturn. Yeah. And it was just one world, and in it, you travel around and you talk to Tails, and you can go collect crap, and then when you want to, you do missions, and once you jump into the mission, it's like a proper Sonic level. Yeah. Uh, so, and that, so I think they'll base it off of that. And then it, you, you would unlock Game Gear games and you could unlock all the, you know, because it was a compilation. So the idea was is that you showed up in this world, you would run to one side and there'd be Sonic 1. You could play Sonic 1. Once you beat Sonic 1, it unlocked, uh, you know, cheat codes in the Sonic 2. You know what I mean? It was really, really clever. Um, I'd like to see them base it on that. Because you, know, so, you know what uh, one copy of Sonic Jam goes for right now on eBay? $800. Yeah, it was one of the best games they ever made because it was a combo game with that cool level in the middle and it had all the soundtracks, a comic book archive you could go and look at. It was a cool-ass <laughs> game. It was really cool. So I saw... So we were at Walmart the other day and what I love about these one-up jam arcades is they're coming out with the classic games in arcades. So like all the yeah, arcades that you played. Yeah, so I walked by <laughs> Street Fighter 2. Oh. I loved... Street Fighter 2, it used to be one of those games at 7-Eleven in arcade when 7-Eleven used to have arcades. And I'd go in and I'd fucking, I'd go in with like $10 worth of quarters and start playing Street Fighter and I'd play through it. Then when it finally came out to Super Nintendo, me as a little klepto when I was a kid, <laughs> I stole 40 bucks from my mom <laughs> and I went over to Maeve's Video Variety, which was just a like a mom-pa video I miss mom-pa video stores. Yeah. Rent something and never give it back and then just go to the next Mod Boss shop. <laughs> uh, so I rented a Super Nintendo. And then when I rented Super Nintendo and Street Fighter 2, my mom came in, comes in. She's like, where did you get this? I'm like, oh, I found $40 in a tree. And it's like, money doesn't grow on trees. I'm like, no, it's not like, it wasn't on it. Like, there's a, there's a tree at the schoolyard that splits off and there's a big open crotch of the tree where everybody fucking kind of sits still and chills. And that's where I found it. Well, she's like, I don't believe that. Money doesn't grow on trees. I'm short $40. How much did this cost about forty dollars? <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't buying it at all. How old were you? Uh fuck. Um, 
I don't know. I'd probably say... What? Yeah, I know. I'd probably say I'd probably say I was like 12, 13. 12, 13. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Mark yeah. tried to get one past. Yeah, so when I saw when it when I was walking by in Walmart and I saw this one up arcade of Street Fighter 2, I was like, oh, we have to get it! It's Street Fighter 2! Obviously. Okay. So there are many more important things that I need to get before I get Street Fighter 2. I can just get Street Fighter 2 for Xbox. <laughs> I don't need the arcade. I can get Street Fighter 5 for Xbox. No, Street Fighter 5 is a PS exclusive. Damn it. I can get Street Fighter all the other ones. Well, you can. I'm <laughs> um, just looking up. Uh, I want to look something up. So I got to spend two seconds talking about how have you been enjoying the book of Boba Fett? The book of Boba Fett. Uh, I'm, I mean, I. <laughs> I got to say, the show is lacking for me. It's, really? It's, Everyone's it's, saying this, and I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. If you, if you look at what The Mandalorian was, and then you look at The Book of Boba Fett, it's like, okay. It, the, I disagree. Like the Mandalorian. I totally disagree. I rewatched The Mandalorian literally, because Boba takes place right after it. So I, I started with Phantom Menace in, like, December 10th or 11th. And I started with Phantom Menace, and I was like, I'll be done right around the time Boba Fett comes out. And I actually timed it perfectly. I watched the last episode of season two of The Mandalorian the night it premiered. Yeah. And then I watched the premiere. And I've rewatched Mandalorian a few times. And I don't think you're remembering. I think it was just so exciting that when Mando came out because of Baby Yoda and all that shit, or Grogu. Well, there were, there were a lot I of things I think people forget how it. slow it was. Honestly, the first episode, not, like everyone shot on the first episode because like, oh, no, I did nothing happened. You know what happened in the first episode of Mandalorian? He found the kid. He spent the whole episode just walking there. It that's, wasn't even that good. That's not what's bothering me about it. What's bothering me about it is something I talked to He's not badass enough. Yeah. The, the fucking Boba Fett is like the number one fucking bounty hunter everywhere, and everybody's kind of fucking shit on you need to understand character development. I'm, I'm, I'll argue with this about this. But it's not this. character development. Yes, he's it al- is. He's already developed. No, he's not. Yes, he is. This takes place after the Sarlacc pit, and the Sarlacc pit changed him. He almost died. He was in there for like two or three days before he even woke up uh-huh. and realized that his armor was going to get eaten. Okay? Yeah. It was a big deal for him. It gave him a sense of empathy. It made him value life differently. They made that very clear in the first episode. I thought Favreau did a great job of establishing that he is not the badass cutthroat cunt that he was in Empire and Jedi because of that. Because it didn't work. He tried that, and it got him nowhere. And that's so far the, pa- the same pacing that they're and set up. they're also doing flashbacks to... Fresh out of the His, pit. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the Tuscan training. Hang on. So, remember when the Tusk? Did you see episode three yet? Yeah. Okay, so the Tuscans are all dead. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing, too. They're developing him into this is why he's softening up. He's got, he dealt with a lot of loss fresh out of the pit. That's why, because you understand. So, the flashbacks in the Sarlacc pit take place five years before what's going on on Tatooine now. Yeah. So, it's five years of shit that you're blanks that they're filling in. Why is he soft? Why isn't he walking through Moss Espa and just capping bitches saying, I run this fucking town. I'm the deity. Why? That's what you would expect. That's what everyone expected. And, yeah. and Favreau is taking the time to show you why he's not doing that. That's what I love. I'm sorry. I fucking no, that, that's, that's I love throwing, that they're, show, they're showing him. He's looking for his armor. He's fresh out of the pit. He got tortured for months. They dragged him and tortured him. You think that wouldn't change you? Soften you up? Make you a bit of a bitch? Maybe make you not so quick to just 
tortured the next guy? Like, Bobo would have been the guy dragging the guy into chains through the desert going, fucking, come here. Let's go. Come here, slave. They did that to him for months. And yeah. he won them over. He learned a lot through that. I think that's what they're trying to establish is how much he learned by taking these savages. They're savages. That's what the Raiders were known to be. I mean, yeah. the first movie, they were fucking beating Luke to death. Okay? And they're fucking killing Anakin's mom. Fuck these bitches. Fuck this. <laughs> they're a gang. And they, they even explain that. With the fucking donkey sounds, man. That little good. <laughs> they do. You do that really well. <laughs> That's the sound I make when I come, by the way. I'm just like, oh, oh, babe. Oh, fuck. Oh, good. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that it's all part of the development. And, like, this is the thing. Mando had no, you didn't know who he was until the first episode. So you didn't have these pre-badass, pre, these, 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 these ideas of what you wanted. And I think that's why Mando was easy to make successful because they built the character from scratch. Whereas Bulbud's got these, oh, I think he should be this, I think he should be that. Personally, what I, lo- I like that they're taking a hard, badass character, excuse me, and making him three-dimensional and giving him a cool backstory and showing him some What str- I would have loved he to have seen struggled. more, what, what I would have loved to have seen more is the struggle with him following the Mandalorian laws. Because when it came down to the Mandalorian, like, wow, you take off your helmet? What the hell? Yeah, but they all do now. That's a, they no, all, no, Bo-Katan, they Bo-Katan does. They all, okay, no, his, yeah, but his, that was after his, everything. it's only his creed. Mandalorians are, his creed doesn't do the helmets, but everybody, Clan Kreese, um, Clan Ren, they do, none of them do that. They all but take their was, helmets off. But it was all tradition of Mandalore, and then once fucking Mandalore was kind of separated, divided. Well, it was destroyed. Yeah. The Empire just fucked it right up. Yeah, and that's when everybody's like, all right, well, fucking shit's gone. Let's take out the helmet. Whereas you still have the traditionalists who are just like, you know what? No, they didn't wear their helmets during the Clone Wars either. Oh. If you, if you watch, the, remember I told you about the episode where Obi-Wan is dating this, or not, well, he used to date the Duchess of Mandalore, the girl yeah. who runs it, and she's a pacifist who keeps man. During the Clone Wars, Mandalore was neutral. It wasn't a separatist or a republic planet. Yeah. So, And they they prided themselves being the leader of the neutral systems. So at one point, Obi-Wan goes down, and someone's trying to kill the Duchess. So, of course, someone's trying to assassinate her, and the separatists are trying to make it look like the Republic's doing that. Yeah. And they know that if the Republic shows up and starts getting involved and maybe policing that the Mandalore people who are neutral will get mad. It's all politics. It's very clever. And so at some point, she gets taken hostage. It's like, a you know, the Spider-Man where they're all holding a gun to each other. Everyone's holding a gun to each other. It's such a great <laughs> scene. And it's like, Obi-Wan's like, I'm going to kill the you. The office was holding a gun. Spider-Man yeah. was just pointing. Pointing, yeah. Um, he's got this lightsaber and he's like, he's like I'm going to fucking get this guy. But if he does... Satine, like she loves him, like she's gonna disappoint. He's gonna break her heart, right? And yeah. that, that relationship's not going anywhere because you're supposed to be this. You're supposed to be a peacekeeper. Don't kill this man. Yeah. And she's got a gun on the guy. So if she kills him, she's the pacifist, neutral system leader. She can't kill him. Yeah. So they're standing there, and he's laughing. He goes, "Ha ha! Which one of you will brand yourself a cold-blooded killer? You're both." <laughs> and he's laughing, and then boom, lightsaber through the chest. Anakin standing behind him. <laughs> what? He was gonna blow up the ship. <laughs> he, he laughs, but then the guy falls to the ground, <laughs> dead. It's fine. Fucking beauty. That's and that, so that's where all Mandalorian. Everybody in the scenes Mandalorian. None of them wearing a helmet. Yeah. So Mandalorian traditional warriors. About a hundred years ago, before like the whole empire and shit happened, they the ones that that Jinjarin, uh, Dinjarin, whatever the fuck is part of. They left and went off to do their own thing, where you don't wear your, don't take your mask off, and they have foundlings and they use Baskar and they recycle it. 
Yeah. The Baskar recycling is kind of all, all of them, but some of them take it really serious. Like Yes, but even when it came down to uh, the other Mandalorians in the Mandalorian who took out their helmets, there, there was reasoning behind that. Yeah, but they had took their helmets off and wore that same armor in the Clone Wars. Okay. Bo-Katan was in the Clone Wars and she popped the helmet off all the time. Everybody Regardless, but, but you found The idea of never taking the reason. helmet off was not introduced until the Mandalorian. Yeah. So that creed is separate from the planet of Mandalore. Yeah. That's the that's why it was easy to develop that that way. Okay. The Boba he, he's not a Mandalorian. His father was. He's a clone of his father. He was born and raised on Kamino, which yeah. is why there's the flashbacks to the water planet and the slave one. Oh yeah, and you see the little kid walking. That's him. That's he's yeah. a he's an unaltered clone. Whereas clones double their age. Fifteen years for a clone is thirty. Uh, it's not Boba's not like that. He's an actual perfect clone. So who got tossed around by. We got it like we've already screwed up his fucking name. <laughs> Boba? Uh yeah, who got tossed around like a rag doll by the Wookiee known as Black Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. Now, <laughs> if they follow the the so the the one thing I love about what Star Wars is doing is what they're taking a lot of the stuff that that was in Star Wars Legends. Now, Legends basically there's two two Star Wars universes, Legends and Canon. Legends is before Disney bought it, there was 100 books, 100 comics, 100 stories about Luke and Han Solo and they're the Luke had a fucking wife and Han had a kid and it was Jason Solo or yeah. yeah and, and, and he had Mary Jade was their daughter and she was a redhead and she had a purple lightsaber and there's a whole world that was done in legends and they wrote it all off when Disney bought it. And now the everyone got mad about it, but it's kind of cool because Filoni and Favreau and I guess probably Rodriguez and Kennedy are all sitting in a room deciding what they're going to pull from Legends to make the fans dicks hard. Yeah. And pulling Black Chrysanthemum was, was a great fucking idea because a lot of people were like, you know, Obi-Wan fought him and lost. Eh? Yeah. He got his ass handed to him by that guy. <laughs> that 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 bounty hunter fought Obi-Wan and survived in the 20 years that he was on tattooing, fucking protecting Luke. Yeah. That's the canon story. So they don't know. I don't know if that story's canon, but the idea is by introducing him, he might at meet a, a de-aged Skywalker at some point yeah. in either the Mandalorian or at some point in the universe. Like when, as soon as he showed up, people are like, Oh, maybe they'll put him in the Obi-Wan show because in the comics, Oh, what? No, I was just, I was just thinking of the sounds this guy makes. So like, he's, he's a lot of like, and yeah. like, where's the tickle sound? There's and no, then, <laughs> and then, and then something happens where he gets hurt. Yeah. When he gets hurt, he's, he lets out like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. There it is. There it is. But then you always listen to Han saying like, oh yeah, this guy here, Chewy, he'll rip your arms off if you piss him off. And I was waiting to see this guy rip off some limbs. I he know. didn't, but I don't doubt you, that he you could. See, <laughs> you see that in the Solo movie. The reason that he, it's funny because everything that Solo said in the movie, in the original two movies, they try to take each part of the script and back it up. I love, I like, people shout out the Solo movie. I love it. Yeah. Um, there's a, uh, there, when they, when he first meets Chewie, he's on a planet and he's a slave. He's, he's a defector from the Empire. So they put him down and they want him to eat him. They want um, uh, Chewie to eat him and then he ends up speaking to him and he, he's like, woo, woo. He's like, yeah, I know a little bit. And then so anyways, he's like, let's get out of here and they team up and they get out of this cage that he was originally supposed to eat. Kind of like the Rancor scene yeah. except instead of killing him, he becomes his butt. And then so they decide to go to the Spike, um, the, the Spice Mines of Kessel to do the Kessel run. And it's on Kessel when the pikes are, there's two pike guards in the elevator and yeah. they're going to shoot Han and Chewie just turns around and rips their arms off and it's just him standing there holding both the guy's arms. And he's like, that's helpful. <laughs> it was just so cool. I got a laugh for episode three of uh, Boba Fett 
you know, Robert Rodriguez was the director of yes. it. He's directed all three so far, I think. And, oh, no, and, first one was Fabro. And, and Robert Rodriguez, he's, he's kind of like the Tarantino counterpart. So I laughed when I saw Danny Trejo come in. I laughed so <laughs> hard. Danny Trejo. <laughs> Finally in the Star Wars universe. There was rumors he was in the show. Yeah. Oh, man. Hilarious. Um, yeah, so Book of Boba's good. I, I like it. I think the first one was kind of slow. I think the second one was the best episode. It was beautiful. So much Star Wars lore. They get the... Ah, oh, fuck. I loved when they fucked that train up and he was just sitting there and he didn't... And he's like... You know, go back and tell them who runs shit. Yeah. These sins are ours. <laughs> I love the way he talks to you. He doesn't say Tatooine. Tatooine. <laughs> he says yeah. it the way, with his accent. Yeah. I love his script. I love his delivery. I think Tamora's killing it. I was impressed with the action sequence they gave him in Mando when he first showed up and fucked up all those stormtroopers. Yeah. I was like, man, he's on his game. He's old. He's like 55. Yeah. He looks good. He looks like a 40-year-old man. He's built like a brick shit house, which means, and he will have to play Rex. In the Ahsoka show, they're going to give him a beard and they're going to make him play old ass Captain Rex and Captain Rex is fat. So they're going to have to take all that. Bo- they're going to make him take all that and they're going to beef him up, and make him eat some Mackie D's and they're going to put they, him in that show. They probably won't ma- make him eat. anything. No, they'll but, just be like, this is just how he is now. <laughs> well, no, but I think they'll probably tell him to not look so good. They're probably like, yeah, don't work out so hard. Maybe just relax a bit and give him kind of like a softer look because that's how Rex, it'll be, it'll be fun. And he said he wants to do it. He's like, I can't wait to play all the clones that they've established in the cartoons. I have to take each one of those cartoon personalities and bring them to life. And I'm only one guy. I'm excited to see that. So there's a lot of potential for this to go cool places. So we did mention that there was a fan backlash when it came to Boba Fett. There is. And and I, I am enjoying the show, so I'm not going to, like, obviously it's Star Wars. I'm not going to stop watching it. The, but, what I do want to talk about is just fan backlash in general. A lot of fans out there just kind of, they jump to the conclusion of everything. So as I was saying to you off air, I wanted to mention the, the new Resident Evil. Mm. So the new Resident Evil, uh, it's... Welcome to Raccoon City. Welcome to Raccoon City. It's, it is a reboot of the franchise. And what I didn't want to see, but I did see, was that Paul Anderson was involved. He was an executive producer. And Paul Anderson made the original fucking, sh- the original set of movies. He, okay. He's responsible. And it's like, oh, who's Alice? Well, Alice has nothing to do with the fucking series, but because Mila Jovovich is fucking married to Paul Anderson, let's just include her. What? Okay, whatever. <laughs> so they included her and made Alice an action star, took away her powers, gave her her powers, took away her powers, gave her her powers, whatever. whatever. Cloned her, <laughs> killed her, all kinds of shit. Yeah. So Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City actually had horror moments. It that's what Like I, the first two games. That's did. what I loved about it. The only shitty thing about it was the horror moments, like CG-wise... CG was fucking horrible. Like, you knew it was CG, and you're like, why was this so bad? So I looked up the budget of the movie. It was $25 million. I looked at the budget of the first Resident Evil Paul Anderson movie, and it was like $30 million. I'm like, okay, so the first Resident Evil movie, budget-wise, still wasn't, like, top-notch, and you didn't get top-notch results, and same with I this I think one. the first Resident Evil movie that Mila Jovovich was in was, uh, was like, the first two were the, the best ones. I didn't like that. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, even still, the zombies were CG, and it was, like, it, like, the, it was it, horrible it, 90s it, fucking I CG. will admit it was pretty low. <laughs> but Michelle Rodriguez really saved that movie. 
Yeah. They ca- had a good cast. Yeah. I think, and I, I know, I didn't know Mila was involved because of her husband. Didn't know that. But <laughs> she turned into a pretty cool action star. Yeah. It worked out pretty good. I yeah. will admit that first movie was a little stepping but, stone. But yeah. But By the second one, she was a badass bitch. But that's bitch. the thing. Resident Evil is supposed to be horror action, yeah. not action, action horror. With, a, yeah. Yeah. This like me and my opinion on hockey these days. You know, back in the day, you go hockey and uh, it'd be a fight breakout. Now you go to the fight and the hockey game breaks out. It's just fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, so in Resident Evil, it is a combination of a, of a couple of movies, kind of one and two. You said that. I'm excited yeah. because one and two are my... Uh, I did like three a lot. So so Leon's in it. Leon is played by... Um, he's he's not a white guy, and I guess that pissed off some people. I'm like, but who the fuck cares? Yeah, who cares? Jeff, you know, Jeff, Gor- or Jeff Gordon. Commissioner Gordon's white. Not anymore. They made him black for the first time, and yeah. I'm excited because yeah. they picked one of the greatest black actors yeah. of all time. A so perfect I mean, actor. Yeah, so so ultimately, I don't care about the whitewashing. I, I, I mean, I, I liked the guy who played as Leon. They had him as a rookie, so he was kind of picked on a lot because he was the new guy. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. And uh, and so <laughs> you had, like, the stars division. Chris, I loved, uh, they had, uh, what's his name, Robbie Amell? The, the older brother, not Stephen Amell, he he played his arrow, but okay. his brother, I think it's Robbie Amell, and he played his Chris Redfield, which to me, I always felt that that guy should play Chris Redfield, perfect casting. The girl that uh, they got to play, Claire, I don't know her actual name. I always consider her to be not Emma Emma Stone. <laughs> That's her. Oh, oh, show me a picture. Because if you're thinking of... Uh, Amanda Seyfried. That's the only person I can think no, of that no, looks no, like no. her. No, no. With the bug eyes. <laughs> so it's it's Kea Scudalero Scott, Davis. I have no fucking idea who this brought. Oh, not, not, hard, to look, <laughs> not hard to look at, though. <laughs> Best known for her roles as Effie Stodham on the E-14 drama Skins and Teresa in the Maze. Oh, she was Teresa in the Maze Runner. I know this bitch. <laughs> oh, I know her. Yeah, I recognize the face yeah. now. She's all done up in the makeup. Yeah. Yeah, she she was playing in the Maze Runner. She was super plain Jane. Yeah. She comes out with, like, no makeup, and she's, like, in a fucking sweater. But, like, but like when I see that picture, I'm like, okay. She plays Alice? Uh, no, she plays Claire Redfield. Oh, she plays Claire. Alice is, is a non-game character, and Capcom helped make this movie, so it was game characters. Alice is a non-game character. Yeah, yeah Alice right. isn't in the video games at all. No, you're That right. was strictly Paul Anderson, like, hey, let's create a character. So they had, uh, what's his name, Toby Hooper? To- the, the guy from um, Umbrella Academy. Which character did he play? Sorry. Uh, played as uh, Wesker. No, not Toby Hooper. Toby Hooper was fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, (laughs) One second. Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. I need to check this out. Oh, it's Tom Hopper. The guy from Umbrella Academy. He played as Wesker. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was good. Like, he was was part of the Stars team, but he he had another agenda that Mm. Jill found out like, holy fuck. And Jill was actually played by, have you seen Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yes. And you know, you know, uh, the girl who played as ghost. Yeah. Yeah. The bad guy. She plays, she plays as Jill. Oh, I really liked her. Mm -hmm. I actually like, I remember I'm going to be honest. I like the Marvel movies that a lot of people don't. I'm, I think Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp are two of my favorite ones to watch of the franchise. I, and you can shit on me all you want. I think they're, Way better than Guardians. I'll take both. I would take both of those movies over either Guardians movie 
if you added Spider-Man to them. That's how much I don't like Guardians. So we're, we're, we're going to get into the Marvel stuff soon because uh, I, I did watch Eternals as well. Oh, I've, I, so, it's on there now. I could go home yeah. and watch it tonight. So what I do want to say, what I found funny in this, is even the close friends, when uh, introducing themselves to somebody else, it's like um, it's, it's first and last name. Like, uh, like if I go up to introduce somebody, I don't say like, hi, I'm Mark Smith. No, I, I say, hi, I'm Mark. Yeah. And that's what threw me off. And I just felt that was pandering to the crowd. Like, hi, I'm Jill Valentine. Okay. Okay. It's yes. Like, yes. Jill. This is a uh, movie. I now know your full name. Thank you. So I can look <laughs> for it in the credits. Thanks. Yeah. The funny thing was there was nineties cheese to this. So like when it came to, so the movie takes place in 1998. Okay. And, and Wesker in it. He's using a Palm Pilot, which is like the old version of a tablet that doesn't have like a light up screen. It's just fucking, yeah. it's just the shit. I remember our Game Boys were the same way. Yeah. That's why you had to have the little thing yeah. for your so Game Boy. It's the same thing for the night. Palm Pilot. And like he would look up a map for where to go and it literally looks like a Resident Evil map from like, <laughs> <laughs> it was From the, fuck, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like yeah, that, that was funny. But I, Eternals just came out like this week on Wednesday or Thursday. So I'm going to check yeah. it out. Yeah, I was watching that's, Venom. That's so another movie that does like present day, past, present day, past, present. They're day, all past. doing that now. Yeah, but uh, this what fucks with you with this is it's like five thousand years ago, present day, a uh, thousand years ago, well, very turtle, so five hundred years ago, present day. It's like, oh have God. you seen The Old Guard with Charlize Theron on Netflix? Oh, I love that. movie. Is it comparable to that? Because that's a movie about people who live eternally. Is it like yeah. anywhere close to that? And they're a group, and they. Like that change was, that history. Was, that was really well done. I I, that's what that. I'm. And the reason that I was when they said the Eternals was going to come out, I remember watching Old Garden going. I've read the Eternals comics when I was a kid. I definitely saw a few, and I remember thinking, "This is Eternals." Somebody took it and said, "I don't want to get sued by Marvel," and got Charlie Theron to kick the shit <laughs> out of this role. I hope they do more of those. Yeah. And so I remember thinking that that was similar to the story of Eternals, and I'm, that's why I was wondering if the if the movie was comparable to Old Garden. No, I really, I really, 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 really enjoyed Old Guy. Yeah, okay, I'm glad we, we can agree. Dude, from beginning to end, even at the yeah. end when they banned the guy for 100 years, yeah. I was like, that's harsh, but then I'm like, not really if you're Eternal. Yeah, and then when it came down to the Eternals, the Eternals was classified as like the worst Marvel movie that was ever made. Really? Yeah, it, it got shit on that much. But watching it story-wise, I actually didn't mind the story. What would you say is the worst one Um, so far? I mean, I liked Guardians, so other than that, I would probably say... Don't... Oh, I know you're going to say... Let's say it together. Ready? One, two, three. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to say it, Willie? No, no. No. (laughs) I I would probably... Like, I'd probably say The Eternals was the worst one. In comparison to the other ones, uh, I mean, Captain Marvel... I was going to say, Captain Marvel was a big one for me, but... Uh, once I start watching it, I always enjoy it because Samuel gotta, L. Gotta, is such a big part. I got to get past that social justice thing. Like yeah. when it's like, oh, yeah, what were you uh, for Halloween as a child? Oh, I was Amelia Earhart. Oh, yeah. Who the fuck ever dresses up as Amelia Earhart, the first woman to cross the Atlantic in a plane? Who? Somebody- Amelia Earhart was also the first Canadian woman in space. Not in space. No, Amelia Earhart was a woman to go across the Atlantic in a plane. She's like the fucking... I'm thinking of Roberta Bondar. I'm sorry I fucked up. I fucked up. 
So yeah, who the fuck would dress up as an icon for Halloween? Like if you if you want to talk about like offensive costumes where like, oh, somebody dressed up as an Indian and I'm, I, and I'm offended. Who the fuck thinks an icon is supposed to be That's a scary- not very PC. I believe they're supposed to be called natives. <laughs> Going by the costumes, some of them are Indians, some well, of them there, are natives. There was a football team called the like there's a, or what's it called? There's a there's a, a baseball team called the Cleveland Indians is still isn't there, or did they stop? No, they changed that. They changed it. They changed it. And then they, the, the Redskins, that's what yeah. the football day. I, love, yeah. I remember the South Park episode. <laughs> that's the best. Where they just put the symbol all over the show, like, do something about it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. That was really funny. Um, so, so, anyways, back to Resident Evil. Resident Evil, it actually was a horror movie. So, you had a time limit. It was like, oh, 6 a.m., city's getting bombed. Okay, so you have to try to make it to a certain point by 6 a.m. And there were points where, like, there was, like, a first-person fucking screen where, oh, you're in a pitch-black room and there's zombies around. Light a lighter, light a lighter. Okay, you lit the lighter, and you could just, you hear the breath of, like, and it blows out the lighter. You light it again, you're still breathing heavily, it blows out again. You light it again, and something's getting closer and closer and closer every every time. time. So, like, they actually have the horror element to it. And that's what fucking did it for me. Yes, the CG was kind of campy. They could have done better. I bet you they would if they had a higher budget. But the set design, on par. You had uh, Raccoon City Police Department. Uh, the outside, like, they used the games to design these sets. Yeah. The mansion, same thing. On oh, par the with mansion the first looks game. Good? Oh, yes. On par. Like, the lobby, the mansion, you have the two pillars t- coming down beside the stairs. It is dead on to the game. Do you have any Resident Evil games for PlayStation? Well, I'm not on PlayStation. I know, but you have right PlayStation now? games laying around. Yes. And I like uh, to steal but them. But the Resident Evil 2, I actually had digitally, so it's linked to my account. So when I eventually get a PS5, I will have Resident Evil 2 for PS4. <laughs> gotcha. Um, okay. There, there so were, oh, there were also a couple characters from uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica, which happened after Resident Evil 2. Um, and they had the orphanage from Resident Evil 2 in... No, the orphanage was fucking scary when those little zombie kids come to get you. Oh, that's scary. I'll never forget being a kid and going, what the fuck? They're everywhere! Like, just... oh, so I had to shut the game off sometimes. It was a PSX game. I remember shutting the, the original Resident Evil off. Or the second one, sorry. Second yeah. one, because of fucking school. Just couldn't do it. Couldn't fucking... I couldn't get through it, man. It was just... It scared that I was... What was that, 98? Resident Evil 2 came out? Or was that 3? 3 came out in 98. So it would have been 96. Yeah, I think so. I was 8. Yeah, fuck, scared (laughs) shit. No, 9. I was 9 years old. Scared the shit out of me. (laughs) Could not do it. Okay, outside of Resident Evil, which I'm going to now watch. You've sold me on it. I'm glad No, Resident Evil 2 came out in 98. So that's, so that's why the movie took place in 98. So it had like the, the mix of Code Veronica, Resident Evil 1, and Resident Evil 2. I love it. And that, that would, I mean, it was such... I, I would say that it was a it was a really really good movie, like you have sold me because I love Resident Evil. I, I like the games. I like Mila, and I like that franchise. I don't like where it went, but I like the beginning. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of it. And I'm now you've talked about all these Easter eggs and and stuff. I'm I'm sold. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm, it's a what platform is it on? What do you mean? This is the movie. Yeah, it's Welcome a movie. To Raccoon City. So is it out on anything? Can I? Sh- yes, it's 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 well, it's out digi- on a streaming platform. It's it's not on a streaming platform. It's, it's just it's in digital. theaters. No, it's digital right now. Oh, so you could buy it digitally. Yeah, I'll probably just do that. Then. Yeah. Um, 
So yes, being that it's I was like, just curious if it was like an exclusive to something like you know no, how they've they've got these yeah, movies no. now where it's like, you know, everything that Batman does is gonna be HBO Max yeah. only. So what I what I wanted to address in terms of fan backlash, as I was saying okay. when it comes to fan backlash, is the fact that yes, there are a couple campy things. At the same time, they're not trying to recreate the game. They're trying to pay homage to the game while still creating their own thing. Like and Sonic did. Sonic did a perfect blend of it's the same homage. Thing. It's the same thing with Marvel along the lines, too. It's They're paying homage. They're not recreating a comic, and that's what fans need to get in their fucking skull. They're not re- Oh, yeah, let's do a shot-for-shot shot remake as a yeah. movie. No, fuck off. No, that's what Disney does with their live-action remakes of cartoons. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I said it. <laughs> it's not that fucking hard to take a cartoon and go, okay, let's just make this real. It's not hard. And not with $10 billion in a budget. Yeah. Sorry. I am excited with some of the actors that in those Disney movies that are going to be moving on. But yeah, I'm, I'm hooked on Resident Evil now. You've, you've got my brain in Resident Evil mode. I can't wait to go home and try and get a hold of this movie and check it out. Um, I have watched Venom 2, so I'm yeah. caught up on that. I'm so Venom 2, no- Venom 2 had a, a post-credit scene. Spoilers! So we're going to mention spoilers. And the, the post-credit scene was... They are in like a motel room and then the the world gets kind of shaken and they're kind of like, they kind of end up bouncing where they are, kind of like, what the fuck happened? And then it turns out that they're now in a different universe and somebody else is in that same hotel room where they're staying. What the hell are you doing in my room? What do you mean, your room? What are you doing in my and room? what does he see on the TV while he's trying to have this conversation? And he sees that Peter Parker. The big reveal. Peter Parker has been revealed to be Spider-Man, which is how Far From Home ended. So, hey, Venom is in the MCU. And that was huge for me. I saw that clapping. I was like, oh, snap, this is going to be big. And that's that's actually what I thought because when No Way Home came out, Tom Holland has an issue with... Keeping his mouth shut. (laughs) No, 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 no. Tom Holland has an issue with not being the main focus when it comes to Spider-Man. With with people saying like, oh, Tobey Maguire's my Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield's my Spider-Man. He's like, but I'm the one who's playing Spider-Man right now. So he has an issue. Yeah, with- fuck, fuck those guys, I guess. Yeah. So how did they sell him to bring these other two guys into the movie? I guess because so, he's a kid, he doesn't have a choice. So He's the youngest Avenger, so it's like, shut up, Tom, do what you're told. <laughs> yeah. Do you like $10 million? So, so shut up. with No Way Home coming out, spoiler alert, I've seen enough spoilers uh, online that have kind of outed everything in the movie for me. Yeah, so and, huge and, spoilers. And every time I come across it, I'm like, ah, fuck. It's also been out a month at this point, so yeah. I think we all know that all three of them are in it. Yeah. I so, don't know so about we, post-credit scenes or no, anything, no, no. big reveals so, like but, that. But, but that's the thing. So being that we know that they're in this, Tom Holland announces like, hey, I, I'm done with Spider-Man. I don't want to be playing Spider-Man when I'm 30, blah, 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 blah. I'm done with Spider-Man. And then uh, Amy Pascal of Sony Pictures, I guess, has convinced Tom Holland to do another trilogy. How did He's going to be the main guy. How did she do that? He's going to be the main guy. Yes. How did she do that? Well, I'm thinking, and this is just my theory, is like, yo, you haven't seen Venom. We just brought Venom into the MCU. You, want, you still want out? Do you still want out? And he's like... Fuck that, Venom? What? Well, Tom's not stupid enough to realize that partying on set... With Tom Hardy, would be the greatest thing he could ever. Oh, he, he, he his worked acting, with Tom Hardy before. His, he, he what did he do with Tom? Uh, I don't remember. Okay, well, I'm sure Tom if Hardy, if you're sure he's done something with him, then I his acting will step up. Like he's I I like Tom because he's a bit of a sponge. He likes to work with really talented people because he's good at kind of like seeing how it's done. I like I that's one thing I like about him, and I think that like he'll revel in if especially if he's his enemy. Yeah. Like, how do you think they would play it so that? Venom gets leaves Tom, or sorry, leaves um, 
Eddie and goes into so he Peter. Did a, he did a movie called Lock with Tom Hardy okay. and Tom Holland. So they've worked before together before, and they they do love. How would they do it? Do, we, do you think ver- the character Venom would leave Eddie and go into Peter? Uh, I mean, it's possible. It it all depends. I don't know what because, they would do. Because Venom, or maybe he'll go to Venom and say, "I have to fight a bad guy that I can't fight on my own. You got to give me Venom to help." I don't. I don't think it would happen that way. Because we saw in Venom 2, it was like a big giant bitch fest between the two. Like, oh, yeah. fine, I'm leaving you, I'm leaving you. But yeah, at the same time, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, he left Tom, if he left Tom Hardy, if he left if he Eddie... stayed out. If he left Eddie Brock to say, hey, I also mesh well oh, with, with Peter Tom. Parker. Yeah, or, yeah, with Peter Parker, that would make sense because he went, went through like four people he almost killed before he went in, fell into the convenience store and got the Chinese lady to help him. Yeah. So what you're saying is, is that his problem is that he can't, he's got to be symbiotic with one other person and that's Eddie. But he'll find that Peter is also compatible. Yeah. And then he'll say, fuck you, I don't need you. Yeah, he'll and be like, ta- maybe Peter you. will get it to be like, ah, I need, I need it, I need it, and then and then Peter will get it. He'll he'll love the power, and then he'll notice that okay, it's tweaking him, it's turning yeah. him bad. I I'm can't interested, do this. and they could oh shit. So if they want to do it, do you when you say a trilogy, do you think No Way Home is part of the trilogy, or is No Way Home the completion of the three Spider-Man movies? Homecoming, No Way Home, No is Way Home com- is the completion. Or sorry, Homecoming, Far From Home, and No Way Home yeah. are the completion of the three. Yeah, so they want to do it. three more with him if he does that. He's already played Spider-Man more times than anybody else in the history of time anyway. He's beat everybody because he was in Civil War and yeah. event, both Avengers mm-hmm. plus three of his own movies. He's played Spider-Man more times than any other human. So, I mean... So he's already shy, fucking breaking records. Shy of our spoilers there, the Morbius trailer had uh, a spoiler in itself in the sense that it had two different Spider-Men in poster art in the background of, of uh, Morbius in the trailer. So, like, it looked like uh, Toby Spider-Man was drawn in art in the background, as well as Andrew Garfield in the background. So, there was an, annou- an announcement recently. So, on the last episode of The Shot Pod, I announced that Morbius was coming out January 28th, 2022. It's now been delayed to, like, April-ish. And they're doing some reshoots. And the rumors are going around that they're adding Andrew Garfield to the Morbius movie. I prefer him to... to, uh, Andrew's my Spider-Man. Gun to my head, I gotta choose. He's my guy. I loved him. So, there are... Because they made him emo. They made him like (laughs) Batman, basically. So, I was like, yes! A Spider-Man who's Batman. Yes! (laughs) So, there are movements online right now to make uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 3 with with (sighs) Andrew Garfield. Oh, hang on. Let me touch touch myself and think about it. With no Emma Stone because they killed her in the second one. Thank God. Uh, It's not that I don't like Emma Stone. It's that I hate that character. Yeah. And then, um, you hate Gwen Stacy? Yeah, hated it. Really? Yeah. Mary Jane is his guy, bro. It's always been that way. Get no, Gwen, Gwen Stacy came first. I know. I read it. <laughs> I know, but I just don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. Uh, so, so okay, so there's that rumor. Um, and Emma Stone could have dyed her hair red and played There's Mary also Jane. a movement for Toby to come back. I'm like, but Toby's, Toby's old now. Oh, if, he, if he came back, it would be like a Batman Beyond. It would have to be him as an it old would, yeah, Spider-Man. It, it, no, it would have to be like old hey, man. Hey, wonder if somebody else wants to <laughs> six the new It would fi- have to be old man Logan style. New York. Yeah, yeah, it would have to be like Logan. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I think he could pull that off maybe. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. I don't know. But Garfield's my guy for sure. He still looks young as shit too because he was only like 20 when he did those movies. Yeah. There was an announcement uh, for somebody who's actually playing Craven. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Um, Aaron Aaron Taylor. 
The guy who played as Quicksilver. Fucking uh, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Kickass. The guy from yep. Kickass. Kickass. Yeah. So he's going to be playing Craven. Toronto. A nice. Is he a Toronto boy? I thought he was a Toronto boy. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's a Toronto boy. I just, I just know, like to see Canadians be successful. That, I know that he's good because I know that when it comes to studying characters, he'll study the character. He'll get the accent down. He'll I want in. him to have a redemption because they killed. He he was he was in Kickass. He's always been a, a nerdy comic book guy, and he made his whole career started off of playing a nerdy comic book guy in a movie. It was beautiful, and yeah. then he and then he was killed off, and no one knew who he was in Ultron. They're like. That's the guy from Kick-Ass? I didn't even notice. Like, no, Everybody nobody knows, cared. Well, anybody who's a Marvel fan knows who Quicksilver is. It's Marvel's Flash. I know, exactly. But it's they, they didn't but do, they, they yeah, didn't they do still, much with him. Yeah, they still Not only him did like they right really not give him a good arc, but when he died, you're like, oh, fuck, he's dead. You didn't even but notice. But what I, what I do like that Sony's doing is... I like to giving him a redemption. I'd like to see What him. I do like that Sony's doing is they're building their own Spider-Man universe by giving each villain their own movie. So Venom has his own movie. Morbius has his own movie. Kraven's going to have his own movie. Interesting. And then, all three of them are going to fuck Spider-Man up at once? That'd be an interesting way to end the trilogy. Yeah, so so that is essentially uh, what the Russos were trying to do with Thanos because uh, Infinity War was Thanos' movie telling his story and Endgame was the, the end to that. Okay. So so that'll be the same thing. The villains have their own story, their motivations, everything's set up. Okay, and now let's throw Spider-Man in the mix. They do two Spider-Man movies and then they bring them all in on the third one. That'd be They all meet up. That'd be pretty sick. I mean, if you're going with the Sinister Six. Shit. So Sony's already confirmed that Andrew Garfield will make future appearances. So clearly they've offered him enough money. And I mean, what's he doing right now that he can say no? He actually said he loved lying to every... Like, he hated lying to people about playing Spider-Man uh, in No Way Home, but he loved it at the, at the same Enjoyed time. Enjoyed that everyone's now yeah, like, like ah! everyone's like, oh, he could be back. And he's like, no, I'm not. I don't know, man. No, I'm not. Tamara, weigh in on this, girl. You have to fuck Tom Holland. You uh, What's his name? Toby McGuire. <laughs> Young, hot Toby McGuire. Or Andrew Garfield. Bro, <laughs> I'm a gar. I'd be all over Garfield. He's fucking beautiful. If I could look like that, bro, I would walk with my head up high. <laughs> anyway, I'm a, and I, I think Andrew. Like I said, I also think Andrew's like in the same way that Christian Bale's a good looking guy. Yeah. But you could see the pain and the anguish in his face when he played Batman. Yeah. I believe that motherfucker had dead parents when I saw him. <laughs> you know, look at Alfred and be and, and and say some of the shit when he you know that he said. Uh, and I feel like. Um, Andrew had that same delivery. I, I, Uncle Ben's really gone. I, I saw that pain in his oh, eyes. Yeah. Whereas Spider-Man's a very, ha, 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 everything's going to be okay kind of thing. Like he's he's kind of an, a positive, uplifting, like he's not like a, a brooding uh, kind of so, guy. So the thing with Spider-Man, when I like people, when people come down to Spider-Man is they say that Andrew Garfield made uh, a good Peter Parker. Or no, no, they, they said Tobey Maguire made a good Peter Parker, Andrew Garfield made a good Spider-Man, and Tom Holland does a good job of both. Okay. So it's like a jack-of-all-trades or master-of-none kind of thing, and they don't say that Tom Holland is a master of both. They say, like, he's good at both, whereas Tobey Maguire was excellent at Peter Parker. He was the ner the nerdy kid. I, I know, but I, I, Tobey's my least favorite just because he did... Spider-Man 3, and it's, it was one of the worst fucking movies ever. No, but, okay, if you want to discuss Spider-Man 3, Sam Raimi was forced to include these villains without any 
set up from the previous film. Like, the, he was just told, this is what you're doing. He's like, no, I, but I have Vulture set up in Vulture S. And Anne Hathaway was going to play Vulture S, which I didn't like because there is no Vulture S, so that's creating their own fucking... But they were going to have John Ma- Malkovich play the Vulture. And I was like, well, that's <gasps> fucking... That's dope. What could have been? Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you hear about uh, if they let Tim Burton direct the third Batman. Oh, I get hard over that. He had uh, but I was scared because they, they, they he was also supposed to do Superman, and he had Nick Cage as Superman. I was scared about that. I'm like, Nick Well, Cage. I'm glad they didn't do that. But they were supposed <laughs> to have, um, fuck, he had someone cast as the Riddler that I think was, like, perfect. I can't remember what it was. Even if he'd used Jim Carrey, he would have directed him to be Oh, it would have been, yeah. They would have made him a dark. I think he would have given him a very Heath. I think they would have given that him That was a, the costume fitting, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it was, it was bad. Son of Krypton with long hair? No. It was going to be called Superman Lives. Oh. Thank God. <laughs> we dodged a bullet there. Yeah. In the, you know, there's a multiverse where that came out, right? <laughs> you know what I love about Rick and Morty? When they just go to another place, he's like, oh, hey, Rick, uh, are we home? No, this universe. Uh, what's his name? Jimmy Carson's still doing late night and 9-11 never happened. <laughs> I fucking love it. I just love I wish we could do that. Hey, can yeah. we go to a universe where the shop pod makes a million dollars? Jump over that there. That universe, you don't want to go there. Oh, listen, Morty. Uh, Grandpa's a little drunk. I don't know if we're going to make it that far. <laughs> so, I would have, I mean... I was told No Way Home has that like end game kind of moment where like Cap Cap catches uh, Mjolnir, yeah, and like everybody stands up and cheers. So I'm assuming that's where the other guys come in, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" So I'm assuming that's what it is, or maybe it's the fact that MJ is falling to her death, and and there's a redemption there from, from oh, Garfield. What? Who's the girl who plays her again? The little, the cute Zendaya. little black girl. Oh my god. What I wouldn't call. I know she's young, and I think in the yeah, first yeah, yeah. in the watch, first one she's like fifteen or sixteen, but she is so 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 fucking hot, man. She's a good looking actor. Jesus <laughs> Christ. She and, and what I like is that she's adorable. Like she's just she's not like hot. She just it's just like ah, marry her, Peter. Do it. <laughs> I love it. If you and ever she, watch, if you ever watch any of like the the her interviews for the press tour for this thing, she talks about how she's taller than uh, Tom Holland. So if there's ever a scene where like there where he's catching her and whatever and goes to put her down or whatever. She has to have her legs wrapped around Tom because she's just taller and she lands first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of funny. Cause there's a lot of scenes I imagine in the new one. Cause he's got, just grabs her and goes, um, I also watched Shang-Chi. Yeah. Oh, good. Finally. <laughs> so did you like the part where abomination knocked himself out? Yeah. I love that. I didn't like the movie though. Really? Yeah, I I'm getting. They they changed the whole uh, Mandarin Ten Rings thing. Like they changed that from what it was. They like yeah, they've it made... looked changed everything about it. I liked. I love the kung fu aspect of it. I thought the, the kung fights fu, were good. The fighting was so the much better good. than Netflix Iron Fist. And that's, Netflix's that's, Iron Fist is a, is a piece of shit. I'm but, sorry, but that was that was everybody's gripe with it. Was it came down to the fighting and it looked so fake and forced and shit. See, Simu Lee, the the or Simu Liu, the guy who played as Shang Chi, doesn't know a lick of martial arts. But you wouldn't know that. Oh, I, I wouldn't know that. That's a news to me. Yeah, huh. he he was learning specifically for the movie, and it was so well done. I'll give you that. Um, what I didn't like was. Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp are the perfect blend of action, but keeping it comedically light, but it's still serious. There's yeah. still real stakes. 
he could have lost his daughter. He could have gone to jail. He could have died when he helped the Avengers. So I, so I don't think Shang Chi did a good. I thought it was just too soft. It was too much comedic relief. So what? What I want. While say, the stakes were high and people were like on the verge of dying, they're like, "Well, let's make a funny joke here about this." And I was just like, mm, "Bad timing, bad directing, bad writing." You can make it funny, like like Paul Rudd does, but keep it serious so it's still a fear no, of God. But, but but see, all comics have their wit. So that was actually my problem with uh, Tobey Maguire is even though he had villains shooting rockets at him and, and throwing sp- spiky knives, he was just blades, like, huh? whatever. <laughs> but no, no. But that's what I didn't like was he didn't have enough comic relief to it. Spider-Man, he's known for his wit. Like, so even when I said, like, I didn't care much for Andrew Garfield's joke, like, oh, you found my only weakness, knives. Ooh. You know. I love that. <clears throat> it was It was better wit than... Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. And then you have... More of a... You know, remember the old um, TV show from, like, way back that was, like, in color? (laughs) I watched that every day back in the day, and I felt like Garfield was that guy. Yeah. I felt. The... Then you have Tom Holland, and Tom Holland, what I did like about him was he had the wit. It's his innocence. I think he pulls off the innocent Peter Parker a lot. He had the innocence. Because he's so young. But... Um, furthermore, it was everything that Spider-Man needed, they, they put in there. The only thing that I didn't like is they dragged out the mentor thing. But from what I hear of No Way Home, they eventually... What do you mean mentor thing? Oh, Tom Holland had to have a mentor. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, with, okay. the, with Iron Man. Yeah, if it's yeah. not Iron Man, it's Doctor Strange. If it's not Doctor Strange, it was Mysterio for that first bit of no yeah, way home. Yeah, until he fucked him He up. had to have a mentor. And I'm like, But okay. he is also like 17 in those movies. He's a but fucking Spider-Man, dumb kid. Spider-Man's always a high school kid. He doesn't need a mentor. He wasn't in the cartoon that came out in the 90s. Yes, he was. Was he in school? Yeah. I thought he worked at the paper. He, still, he was still in school. I don't think he was in school. He I might have to argue school. this. Was he? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't remember ever. I watched a lot of that show. I don't remember him going to fucking he school. He was always in school. Okay. That's where that's where Flash Thompson comes from. And Flash Tor- Thompson was right, in the show. Right, right, Yeah, he did. I think he attended. He was on his last year of high school or something, the way they played it out. It looked like high school, and everybody was kind of adult looking. Or maybe he was even in college. <laughs> I don't fucking well, know. Well, I mean, that's, that's generally how the generations go. Like, people will be like, oh, yeah, right. That person's a high school kid. But if you look at high school kids in the 70s, you're like, why does that person look 40? And yeah. Like yeah. they're in high school. Yeah, smoking a pack of cigarettes, right? <laughs> Sitting outside like, yeah, I'm 17 on yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> and, now, and now you look at like a grade 12. It's like, why does she look like she's in grade 12? Six. Yeah. Oh, but she's in grade twelve. And, and dressed like smoking she, a cigarette. Dressed like she's twenty two. <laughs> yeah, that's that just blows my mind. There's something that fucking happened between eighty. Yeah, between <laughs> yeah, between our parents, us, and our kids. There was some fucked up shit yeah. that went down. There. So what I do want to say in regards to fan feedback is um, the only thing that kind of drives me crazy about the MCU is when it comes down to the comic verse. There's so many different universes that if sometimes they mix and meld. Sometimes they don't. The Eternals are their own thing. The Guardians are their own thing. The cosmic universe is cosmic, mystical, mystical. You have the, the, yeah. the Earth heroes, whatever. But for the MCU, they're trying to mix and mash to force people into like, oh, yeah, you don't really like cosmic, but here's a cosmic movie. Oh, you don't don't really like the mystical, but here's mystical. Because they're trying to blend everything to like... Yeah, I think... Uh, I just think that... I was looking back 
the other day, and I thought to myself, we were talking about thinking about, we had this conversation about the Avengers. Remember that I told you there was that moment where I saw Avengers in 2012 in theaters, yeah. and there were these two kids dressed as Thor and Captain America, and they were fighting in the middle of the theater while, while the movie was happening. And it was just a cool, and this ushers were telling the kids to stop, and I stood up and went, you fucking leave those kids alone. Let <laughs> them go. The movie is good. The kids are good. And the guy yeah. fucked off, and these kids fought in the crip- in the aisle for the crippled people during the whole fucking battle. <laughs> and everyone was cheering the kids on. Captain America would get fucked up in the movie, so he'd, get, he'd lay down in the aisle and let Thor fuck him up. Like, it was so good. <laughs> these kids were having, they were probably making one of the greatest memories of their lives. You know what I mean? And I remember thinking, and I thought to myself, that's only 10 years ago. Yeah. The first Avengers movie was 10 years ago, and they already killed them all. Yeah. In 10 years, they've killed every one of them. Yeah. ScarJo, gone. Captain America, old and gone. Iron Man, fucking Audi. Black Panther died of natural causes. They'll get rid of him and replace him with somebody else. But all you know, basically, all you got Thor left. Is still there, but he's being replaced by Natalie Portman. Uh, Some people have a problem with that, but here's the thing: Mar- I do not. But Marvel Comics ended up coming out with a Marvel Now line, and that's where Falcon becomes Captain America. Yep. That's where uh, Jane Foster becomes Thor. And Jane becomes Thor in the fucking nineties. They did that in like ninety eight in the comics, didn't they? I don't. Rec- no, 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 no. I they, thought they, they did, did that. No, no, no. So when Thor first became female, it was actually highly controversial when it came out. I was at Valley Village, so it was maybe maybe six or seven years ago. Okay. And but it's just not a new concept. Yeah, still. and and like when female Thor came out, they were like, who's this female Thor? Ooh. And then, but like anybody who knew the Thor verse would be like, okay, it's, it's Jane. Jane. Straight up, it's Jane. Yeah. And I think it's cool that Natalie, who was gone, Natalie was she took the Thor movie because she wanted that money and she thought it might lead to other stuff. And then when she saw the way the MCU was moving towards, yeah, we're going to show up in a van and you're allowed to read the script on the day you shoot and you can't tell anybody anything. So she got jacked for the role of Thor, which is cool. She actually put in the work. So her arms are bigger than mine. (laughs) Bro, Natalie Portman is like my, like, I love her. Yeah. You should not have shown me that. <laughs> now I want her to beat me up and then fuck me as soon as she's done beating me. Like, that's ridiculous. Jesus Christ. She can rip my dick right off with those arms. You want a so. hand job? Wah! <laughs> Damn it, Natalie, not again! <laughs> I'm just thinking, all I picture is Natalie from the Natalie ra- Natalie raps on SNL. Yeah. <laughs> we want to fuck you, Natalie. We want to fuck you too. <laughs> it's such a funny fucking thing. <laughs> So, <laughs> so being, so, okay. So Natalie Thornman wanted out of the role of Jane Foster. She Natalie she, Thornman. <laughs> I like Port, that. Sorry, Portman. That's she wanted out of the role of Thor. Um, firstly, because she wasn't, she didn't see eye to eye with the director. She, she felt she wasn't treated properly by Marvel. And then when Marvel's like, Hey, do you want to be Thor? You're the new center of focus. You're new, you're the new, it you're i think there was more to that they probably made it enticing but i think in the back of their heads marvel knows they need to get big celebrities back scarjo's gone no 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 chris no. evans is gone what's his name robert downey's gone you need names people aren't gonna go see your movies that's why Angel- angelina jolie's in eternals that's the only reason she's in that movie it's because they need someone to go fucking go see it because they know her name and i think that's smart uh, I like see, what they was doing. no 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 because Angelina Jolie would have tried out for that thing. It Natalie, wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been Marvel saying like, "Hey, who can we get? How about Angelina?" I know. No, no, no. I'd like to look into that. I think that there was some names attached to that for sure. Because Paul didn't try out for Ant-Man. They asked him to be Ant-Man. No, Paul 
try tried out. Did they try? Because yeah, for, for Scott Lang, I saw a fucking thing where he was like, they did tryouts, but it was like me and one other guy, and that was it. I knew I was gonna get it. I don't know. I saw backstage shit. Maybe he was talking shit, but either way, I just think that like they they they've got no star power. Like basically, they're banking now on a bunch. I mean, Jeremy Renner's old, and they wrote him off, and he handed the torch to the new girl in Hawkeye, which I finished and is also awesome. I think we talked about that last week. Hawkeye's dope. Very. I think it's my at the moment my favorite show. It was, better than Wanda. It was so well better done. than Loki. Better I than. I love the fact that he was old, battle damaged Hawkeye. I love that. And it had been ten years, and yeah. He was. Um, I liked the PTSD. I like that they really talk about... That's one thing I kind of like about Marvel. They don't water down what doing that kind of crazy superhero shit would do to your mind. Yeah. They make him... He's got problems. He can't... He's panic, well, he has so, panic attacks and he can't sleep. And, so in regards to the current topic with like them going after slebs and all that, they're coming out with the Marvels. I think so, they so just first, needed Portman so to have star power. So first it was supposed to be Captain Marvel 2. Captain Marvel was getting her own sequel for the movie, but... Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Even though it was a box office fucking blowout, which uh, there's the conspiracy theory that Disney bought out theaters because there are pictures of fucking empty, empty theaters, theaters yeah. where literally people in the crowd are like, this movie said sold out, but the, the, the theater's empty. Let me take a picture of this. Snap, mm. snap. Let me upload it online. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. What? That's how it so, works now. So, Yeah. <laughs> so with that happening did you just get your covid test to pour coca-cola on it and it came out <laughs> positive and post a personal video of it on your facebook 30 day ban <laughs> yeah so there was so miss marvel's still getting her own show which which i'm still excited for me too um but again it's it's with nobody that i personally know uh, I'm not saying she's a celebrity she could be a celebrity in her own right that i haven't seen her in whatever she's in but I am looking forward to the show. I mean, if you haven't played the Avengers game, mind you, it is repetitive. I haven't played it, but I watched my buddy Ryan play a bunch of it. It is repetitive, but the story is awesome. And that actually pulled me in for the story of uh, Miss Marvel. I might being that play that an, game. Being that she's an inhuman, it's like, oh, okay. So they're coming out with the Marvels. And uh, and Miss Marvel, they're bringing the inhumans into the MCU, which is great. So they've already got, so they've got the guardians. They've got the superheroes that have their origin. They're going to have the inhumans. They're, they're, they're I gotta, expanding. What do you think they're going to do with Loki? <laughs> I don't know. I, they ended, they didn't end it. They kind of left no, it open. From, from what I've I'd seen. Like to, I'm, I'm wondering where he's going to pop back up. Is it going to be Spider-Man? Is it going to be. From what, from what I've seen. Well, he'll probably show up in uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. He's, uh, he's already. Uh, is Hiddleston bought and sold, bought and paid for? Yeah, so it's I think it's kind of funny that all the main guys Loki, the, are, are, are have come, done their movies, and gone. But like the B actors, like Hiddleston, Portman, like the people that weren't the stars, they're all still there. You know, uh, who's the Winter Soldier or not the Winter Soldier? That's Bucky, but I'm talking about uh, Falcon, the guy who plays Falcon, Anthony Mackie. Anthony like Mackie. he's another one. He's been there since the beginning. He was in Iron Man Two, wasn't he? He wasn't in Iron Man 2. When did Mackie come in? Which movie did he shoot? Mackie Three? came... No, he came in in uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier was his yeah. first one. But that was like 2012 or 13. 13, I think. So that's... 2014. 14. So he's got... That's still like seven years. He's been in the MCU now for like seven years. So yeah, that's just but, as but, long as fucking anybody else. But now he's like... 
He switched from the B spot position to the, to the A list. I like that though. It's like wrestlers that start wrestling in the tag team championships and then they work their way up to be in the they champ. Properly handed off the mantle. It wasn't like they're, they're, hey, uh, we're just gonna randomly change shit up here to piss off the fans. Like they did with Holland. Like Holland, they gave him a little side role in Civil War, see how people like him. If it goes well, we'll give you your own movie. If Tom had bombed and socked and things didn't go well, they would have brought some multiverse shit in and swapped <laughs> his ass out immediately. So, but he killed it, and they shot Homecoming with uh, Keaton, who fucking really, really carried that movie for the most part. Because without a real motivation to be <laughs> Spider-Man, like, I don't know, that movie for me was just Tom going to high school. It was boring, and I didn't like Homecoming that much, but I loved Keaton's that, moments that was, and Keaton's that, story. That was the weird part. What I actually did like about that movie was the fact that uh, he was searching for for this stuff. Like, he's like, I went from doing the Avengers thing uh, during that battle to now I'm just like... Bringing back people's, the, the kid with the bike. Is yeah. this your bike? <laughs> yeah. Or what is it? The one guy was trying to break into his car, and it he's like, it's no, my it car. Yeah, it was his car. Yeah, it was his car. And he just fucking webbed him and fucking... And then Stan Lee comes <laughs> out and goes, don't make me come down there. That was one of his last appearances, yeah. I think. It yeah. might have been the last. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know if it was one the of last. them. One of the yeah. last two. I think Black Panther was his last one, maybe 2018. Either way, funny. So, I mean, I, I did enjoy that. But, yeah, I agree with you. The first half was of Spider-Man was boring because Homecoming. of Homecoming, yeah. yeah. But I loved Ke- Keaton's backstory, uh, held my interest. And then when he finally goes out in that suit and stuff, I enjoyed it. And then when you that conversation in the cab was very well done. Keaton carries yeah. it. I'm sorry, Keaton. You could literally see Tom making acting notes in some of those scenes. I swear to God. Like, I like Tom, and I'm glad that he's doing this. But he's so fucking green. It's kind of cool to watch well, him I share mean, the screen with a guy like I Keaton mean, so and learn you something. You and I haven't seen No Way Home. No. But from what I've heard he's, of he's on in No level. Way Home is that he comes into his own. And being that he comes into his own and doesn't need a mentor, and he knows that uh, that with great power comes great responsibility. He's finally stepping into the role and everyone's like, oh, brilliant. Is this not, oh no, this isn't the first movie he's done with Tony dead. He was dead in Far From Home too. Yeah. He had just died. Yeah. It was the first uh, but summer. That, but that was where he was thinking like, I can't be the new Iron Man. Yeah. Rather than coming into his own, he's like, I have to fill. Well, in this one, he's going to realize that he isn't Iron Man. He's Spider-Man. And it's better <laughs> in his own way. It is. Spider-Man's better than Iron oh, Man. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, for sure. The, the, the co- I mean, the, the, the battle with Winter Soldier showed that. Where, like, oh, that robotic arm, and he just, like, like he just twisted the arm. He's like, you have a robotic arm? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's got that super strength in the robotic arm, and he was nothing with it because Spider-Man still yeah, twisted yeah. around. He goes to the piss, he's like, oh, you have a robotic arm. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That's true. That's true. He can fucking hold his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. So that'll be cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of going. So the Marvel's got lots going on. So um, wait, wait, wait. The the one last thing I want to talk about okay. in regards to Marvel was the Multiverse of Madness. It's rumored that oh, strange. That's Doctor Strange's movie. When does that come out? Um, March. Oh, very excited. And it was rumored that Tom Cruise is going to be an alternate universe Tony Stark. Just for like a scene, yeah. that'd be so I, funny. I don't know. I don't know if it's fact. It's it's rumor, and it is floating around the Marvel. But do you remember in? I mean, there have been there my, there are memes all over the place of saying like, "Oh, if Marvel had taken place in the '90s, Tom Cruise would play Tony Stark," and that's definitely true. Like he would have been Tony Stark. So, 
Do you remember when there was, I can't remember which Thor movie, it might have been the second one, but he goes back and Loki's taken over and they got Matt Damon and... That was Ragnarok. Ragnarok, yeah. The one where he goes back and they're making, they're doing the play. Yeah. That was enough. So it'd be like, kind of like a situation like that where it would just be like one scene, but it'd be, it'd be such a great little Easter egg for you to go, ah! I heard uh, in Love and Thunder, Matt Damon is in it again. Oh, so. <laughs> that would be so cool if he plays someone of the citizens. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. Yeah. I love that they brought Matt Damon in for that. And then this, who he plays with someone else who's famous too. I think it. Um, no, he plays with the other Hemsworth. Yes, the other. That's who it was. Yeah. That's who it was. It was uh, Liam. Chris is yeah. Uh, not Liam. The other. Uh, the like, other one. Yeah, the other other one. Fuck I don't. Him. I don't know what his name is. The, uh, but when it came down to the rumor of Tom Cruise being Tony Stark, the other rumor is that you're going to have all the other Marvel verses in there. You're going to see Tom Jane's Punisher. You're going to see, um, what's the name? The other Punisher. Um, oh, Ray. the new guy. Yeah. No, 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 not the new guy. Uh, the, the guy that was Punisher after Tom Jane, his name, Ray something. I like that. My favorite part of Hawkeye was that Wilson Fisk made the jump into the MCU. With D- uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Ray Stevenson. A Punisher Warzone. Did you ever see that movie? It was... Never saw it. What It was to fans what Punisher should be because it was a gore fest. Like, there were a bunch of people doing parkour and, like, Punisher's like, all right, well, I'm going to blow you up with a rocket launcher. <laughs> Which was great. But what I loved about Tom Jane as Punisher was it, it was that collected Punisher, like, I'm going to plan and I'm going to make you kill your own people because that's just how yeah. diabolical I am. And that's what I liked about that. Then you had John Bernthal come in to play Punisher, who was kind of The new both. guy? He's the new guy? Yeah. And I don't like him. And he, I he watched was, the two seasons, and I just, I don't know. He's he's cool, but I like The Punisher. I think it's a cool story. I, I just, I, I just uh, they need to do it right. He, oh, John Barnthal did it right. I he, think, it, it nah, was well see, done. I think that when Charlie Cox did Daredevil, it had been, like, he took it and killed it. He did it perfectly. Yeah. That was what needed to be done. And I think D'Onofrio took kingpin and brought it out of the book really realistically yeah. close to the for, comic. for me tom jane was <laughs> tom jane was the the best punisher because that origin story that showed tom jane's family getting killed and like even when you see his his little boy like his little boys like picking up like a shell or something on the beach and here's he hears a gunshot and he like flinches he's like what was that and then they re- rush back to the resort and they see like their entire family dead and all that and then the Punish Frank Castle's wife and kids are driving away in a car and they get uh, run over or, or they get uh, blown up in the car. They get out of the car and then they get run over. And then, uh, and then you, Tom Jane was just the perfect punisher for me. John Bernthal. I, I liked him. He was good. He was better than Ray Stevenson, but John, uh, Tom Jane was where it was at. It, it had like, I like it, that they're going to bring them all in though. They're going to multiverse it. It had its own uh, little universe. Like even when it came down to the other characters, um, had uh, fuck, there was there was a um, a heavy stand-up comedian who I can't remember the name of right now who ended up passing away who was in that show as well as Re- Rebecca Romaine Stamos they were like the people in the apartment building that uh, that Frank Castle was staying in okay and they were like the troubled people and then uh, they ended up lying to protect Frank Castle and Frank Ca- and they got tortured for it oh, okay and then. That that was the John Travolta movie, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was I'm, it. Was I, I quite like that one? Although it was the weakest one. Uh, I love that. Like, it worked for me. Like, I liked it. Like John Travolta's like, "Oh, you killed my son," and then all you hear is ah, and then Frank Castle's like, "Both of them." 
Um, <laughs> it was so perfect. Yeah, there's a lot of Marvel shit that I'm looking forward to. Blade. Um, Blade. Yeah. Um, what's going on with that? Wesley uh, Snipes? No, no, no. It's not. It, it's Well, I mean, that's actually one of the rumors mm. for in the Multiverse of Madness. Wesley Snipes as that. But it's um, the the new guy. The, that Mahershala Ali. Yeah. Mahershala Ali. This guy. This guy. He was in... Uh, oh, fuck. He was in uh, Luke Cage. He was amazing in Luke yeah. Cage. Yeah. He's and really, 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 really good actor. Yeah, and now he's the new Blade. So I could see that. He's badass in that. I could see that. He's a very Snipes attitude. And he fucking looks like him, too, even the way yeah. he talks. Eel, even the way he talks. Yeah. It's like so, <laughs> so you do hear his voice in a post-credit scenes for Eternal. So just, just so because... I, I know that if you watch it, you'll be like, who the fuck was that? Mm. But, well, now you know that's who it is. Interesting. So, um, there, in post-credit scenes for Eternals, there's two of them. One of them kind of shows who Kit Harrington's character is. Okay. And then the other one um, has uh, Thanos' brother play, played, play. By, played by Harry Styles. <laughs> Who's Harry Styles? From uh, One Direction. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He plays his brother, uh, Eros, I think his name is. Uh-huh. Yeah, this character here, this guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is that a, like, is he going to be the new bad guy? They're not doing, I, I thought they were going to bring in. No, um, no, he's, he's not a bad guy. Oh. Uh, he, he actually comes in as kind of like a good guy. He, his, oh, okay. He's playing Star Fox. Oh, okay. I don't know the story. Of a major spoiler alert, but again, that's uh, a, a big s- cosmic thing. So, yeah. again, it comes down to like, oh, if cosmic isn't your thing, you're not going to like it. Yeah. One of the things I loved about the Sonic movie is that they kind of made that open at the very beginning. Like, from the first movie, he's got the rings, and he could go to several different places. So, they opened up all that multiverse stuff at the beginning as opposed to doing it later on, like MCU did. And now they're trying to, like... Was it multiverse or just a portal to go to another planet? Other, no, other universes. Other where, where there they be. were just other zones, right? Like you're they're the not really in the. Have... They don't say the word zone in the movie, which I liked. If they did, it would have been like, okay, guys, you're playing the cards too close. <laughs> but um, they're supposed to be like places where animorphs don't exist, and then his animorph universe is there. I still want to see him fucking spin jump onto a big metal container that releases all these animals. <laughs> That would be cool. I was excited when I saw the trailer where Knuckles just hold he spin he spin dashes at him because in the game they always made Sonic and Knuckles a pretty even match. Sonic always fucked him up. Sonic always had well, the upper hand. I mean, I think it I think it'd be easy to do because you see that there are robots chasing Sonic. So if you had the life force yeah. of an animal powering this robot, and then you have Sonic destroy the robot, then you see the animal kind of. Yeah, yeah, I'm down for that. That would yeah. be cool. I like to see robotization is what it's called. Robotization is the process where he turns them into the little robots. Be nice yeah, to yeah. see them bring that in. <clears throat> but I don't think they will. Um, because this this is all focused on him finding the Chaos Emerald. Yeah. And what does that mean? So I've seen, we've seen all the previews that we're going to see. And not one of them has what I want in it. But I know it's coming. <laughs> so the Chaos Emerald, the Master Emerald specifically, is in this episode, or is in this uh, fucking, uh, yeah. is in this movie. There's a picture of Robotnik holding it. And Knuckles is the one that guards it. And I know. I just know. They're going to do supersonic. They have to do supersonic. Yeah. He's going to touch that emerald and shit's going to go down. He's going to happen. It's got to happen. If Supersonic's not in the second movie, I might cry. I might legitimately <laughs> cry. Bringing Knuckles in was cool. They showed that he's in the movie. That's the big trailer reveal. Yeah. I think the 
reveal for the movie that they'll be like, don't say anything until opening night because then you'll ruin it will be supersonic. I think that's just going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be because it came down to like Knuckles having... Knuckles is going to fuck him up because yeah. in, they show him over, like in the game, like I said, in the game, he's the easiest boss to beat. You fuck Knuckles up in the Hidden Palace Zone, it's four hits. You, he never even gets a hit on you if you're, yeah. not, if you're not retarded. They made him not challenging. He's guarding the Emerald and he's trouble. He gives you lots of trouble and makes your life difficult, but yeah. you, if you got alone in a room with him, he would be done. Yeah. Whereas I like that the movie's going to say, he's met his match. Yeah. You can't. Sonic is fast, the whole but this like, guy's strong enough to hold the his whole own. like, why do I need your power when I have my own? Jeez. So, so yeah. And also, why do I need your power when I have Dewey? That's <laughs> 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 so good. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see Knuckles fuck him up and have to go super to beat him. Yeah. Also, I'm wondering if they bring the death egg in. I don't think they can because I think Disney would sue them. Okay. It's a flat out ripoff. The Death Star is a giant egg oh, yeah. with Robotnik's <laughs> face on it, and it turns people into robots instead of destroys planets. It was a flat out Star Wars ripoff. Yeah. And they admit that. Sega of Japan will say flat out, we are trying to appeal to Americans. Americans like it a Star Wars, so we're going to make it a death egg. <laughs> like they basically, it was, it was pure. They also don't like Russians, so we're going to make robotic like a fat Russian scientist. Yeah. Like it was all part of the playing into pop culture over here. So I don't think they'll bring the death egg in because I think they'll get sued. I think yeah. they could. That's why, which is disappointing because it's the biggest, I mean, in Sonic 2, when you get to the end of that game and you get on that spaceship and you're chasing Robotnik and you're holding on yeah. and that ship goes up into, and you're like, all of a sudden the blue background goes black and you're like, what? And then it pulls into a station and you sneak off the ship. You're like, where the fuck am I? And then it's like death egg zone and the yeah. music is sinister and you're like, where am I? What am I going to do? No rings. Where's the rings? I need rings. <laughs> but there's no rings, kids. Yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm interested to see them. That same anxiety I got as a kid when Robotnik rolled up in his big suit and scared the fucking shit out of me. And you're like, I spent three weeks trying to get here. I have two lives and no rings. And he kills you like this. And you got to start all over again. Yeah. I hope they give you that feeling from when I was a kid. I hope they bring out Supersonic. I hope they bring, Supersonic was also in the first, the second game. Not the first one. So it would be appropriate. I, I hope they do it right. I'm yeah. excited for the Batman. I'm excited for Sonic. excited for Star Wars and Obi-Wan. I'm excited for Marvel. And I'm excited. Oh, it's we, This year's going to be good so, for entertainment. So this is all the new year, new projects coming out. So it's not necessarily new year, new me. But New year, new me on the couch watching Disney Plus until I'm fat. There you go. That That's how it's going to go. So anyways, with that said, we are at our time. And so I do want to bid you all adieu. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, as well as Amazon, as well as Spotify, Spotify and iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, all the good stuff. All of it. Facebook as well. Like us, add us, and you'll get updates on when we're doing things and get to hear snippets and clips of what's coming up. For sure. Peace.